The weak and the strong, we got it going on. Keep the dead wrong. The weak and the strong, we got it going on. Keep the dead wrong. The weak and the strong, we got it going on. I just want the strong, we got it going on. Episode 119. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Drop by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over Culture pushovers, pop culture, leftovers, and with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, leftovers, sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's pop culture leftovers. Five, four, three. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the Leftovers. leftovers. Stop. Hammer time. Bono (laughs) Stacy. He's leaving tomorrow, right? (laughs) All right, good. Good. What was that you said? Uh, uh, bono Estese? It's how they uh, speak in the far show. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I was taken by surprise. <laughs> Didn't know what to say. Yeah, thanks, Jake, for having him elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it would get better. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Welcome back, Frank Hammer. Welcome back, Dan West. It's a pleasure to have you guys back with us today. Good stuff. Glad to be here. Good time. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, I wanted to bring up that uh, I'm running on barely any fucking sleep. I did sleep today, but it feels like I didn't. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's just been it's been all Star Wars driving back and forth here every day. That's three hours out of my day. And then last night I hung out with you guys. We went to the beer cave. That was fun. It was fun. It was. So yeah, basically there's a place here in Peoria that you can, uh, as long as you're getting drinks, you can play video games for free there. A lot of retro games and shit. A lot of fun. Uh, but then I left there, came directly home, and around 11.45, I started. I jumped onto the episode, uh, the Star Wars Episode 7 League of Geeks review, and I hung out with those guys until I was like, oh, I was telling these guys, oh, I'll be on there for 15, 20, 30 minutes, 
talking to them. No, I stayed on the entire rest of the time. <laughs> so I didn't get off the fucking, you know, Skype call with those guys until like 2.30 in the morning. Yikes. Yeah. So am I all Star Wars talked out? No. 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 There's plenty more to be talked about. We're going to talk about Star Wars later on in the episode. Uh, but first, uh, guys, uh, we... <laughs> Wow. We've been getting some iTunes reviews. Huh. Nice. Really? <laughs> I know. Greg's really. been listening since he's been gone. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so we've got an uh, we've got an iTunes review here. It's a five star, and it comes from uh, Kirby Fett, and it's uh, Central Illinois represent. It's really cool to hear you guys talk about Champaign and other locations in Illinois because that's my neck of the woods. Until I ran across your podcast, the hosts have always been thousands of miles away from me. So it's nice to hear a group of guys that I can relate to talking about awesome stuff and living in my area. Keep up the good work. Mm. Awesome. So, sounds like we have a potential stalker. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm here. Oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, and that's about as good as they get this week. Oh no! Oh, yes, I'm not. Oh no! These are fun. <laughs> oh, yes, these are fun. See, the thing is, when you do a uh, okay, we did a Star Wars: The Force Awakens episode, and we didn't do it for like the general public. I wanted to make sure that I made it for listeners of the podcast. So, if it's your first time listening to our show and you hear these guys cursing, talking about fucking dead bodies and all this other fucking shit, it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. Because I just want to hear about Star Wars. I don't want to hear a bunch of guys laughing and having a good time and talking about fucking dead people <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. so these people they're kind of caught off guard and it's a good way to weed out assholes necrotic flesh would leave a bad taste in your mouth <laughs> dan dan what was that thing that you said at the beginning of the podcast uh bono is desi. all right thank you <laughs> that was the actual, the actual that's it's bad that that's a palate cleanser to what you just said <laughs> Okay, so anyway, moving on. Uh, so this person, they logged in. They wanted to. They wanted to. They they listened to our episode, and uh, it's a one star. Oh, nice. God. So one star. Yeah. We did it. We won't be hearing from this fucking asshole again. It's good to weed them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we're trying to reach out to a particular demographic. Not this fucktard. <laughs> and uh, it's from J.U., and that's uh, a one star. And uh, I know it's not written by uh, anyone in the Hohola family, because all it says is really bad. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's nice. it. That's it. Yeah. Yes, thanks. Elaborate a little bit, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Really bad. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like a caveman <laughs> listen to the show. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. The next one is from Jakovny. Uh, it's, uh, inane, noisy drivel. <laughs> oh, that's about nice. right. You guys, guys, between one star to five, what did we get? Half? One. Two. We got a one? We got a two? I'm going to go with two. Going two? Yeah, one. Going with one. Uh, those that said one are correct. Oh. So we got two number one. So between them, we got a two star, I guess. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's uh, something. 
Not only does it take... I'm going to give him this voice. Not only does it take them 10 minutes to actually... No, I'm not going to do that. That's annoying already. <laughs> That's probably more entertaining than the rest of what they had to say. Not only does it take them 10 minutes to actually get into the episode's promoted content, but once they do, they merely sit around screaming grotesque profanities at one another. <laughs> sounds like a... That sounds like an everyday episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you're... In t- this is great. This is great. I bet he sat around thinking about this, thinking about this. Which, which word... Which fruit am I going to use? If your intelligence is greater than... Than that of a pineapple, you should probably skip this. I wonder if he like went through like a list of fruit. Like if he googled like different fruits, and he's like, "Oh, the pineapple's the one I'm going to go with." Yeah. Grapes are all yeah. up in arms about that racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing you said earlier, Dan? Oh no, it's dancing. Thank you. Anytime he says something. I'm gonna have wow. you say that. Frank's the showstopper. This episode. <laughs> he is. That's, that's fucking my job, Frank. Yeah. Back off. yeah, yeah. I would say think before you speak, but then <laughs> no, that never happened. You say old pineapple there, Frank. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Ju and Jacobney. We we you won't be missed. No, see ya. <laughs> oh man, we took a whole ten minutes before we started talking about the oh, advertising. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Ten minutes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. So for the rest of you that are now listening to this episode, and we've cursed and cursed and called other people giving us reviews pussies, get on iTunes. <laughs> Make sure to leave us a one-star review, because honestly, I don't give a shit. So have at it. Yeah, have fun with all that. All right, good. Yeah, good time. It's all for you. It's all for you. <laughs> that was a great review. <laughs> We did get some Christmas gifts from some listeners this week. Oh, nice. Um, Greg Alenti sent me something. He said, Brian, if you already got it, you can give it to one of the guys. I haven't opened it yet, so I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to open it up now. So, cool. the spice man himself, that hot, spicy motherfucker, Greg Caliente. Nice. Sent me some, so let's check this out. <laughs> Is it a Funko Pop Iron Man? Oh, uh, it would definitely not. <laughs> uh, that's a different one, so here we go. Here we go. Let me open this bad boy up. From Greg Caliente, Greg Alente. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, oh my God! Wow! Oh my God! <laughs> Whoa! Oh my God! Thank you so much, dude. Oh, what is it? We can't even see. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh nice. nice! Oh my God! Thank you so much. I didn't even ask anybody in my family for this, so I was not gonna get it. I'd had to. Oh, thank you. Awesome. He sent me. Um. I, yeah, I got a. Holy shit! Unbelievable. An Amazon gift receipt, like, I'm going to send this back? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Thank you, dude. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Brian, wanted to send a few items to you for Christmas to show my... Did he send some more? A few few items. Oh, I got the... I got Battlefront. Thank you. Maybe the note counts. Yeah. A few items to to you for Christmas to show my appreciation for all uh, you've done. Uh, You should get two packages. Oh, okay. Mm, So I haven't gotten the second one yet. Here's some context. Um, I sent you a copy of Star Wars Battlefront. Not sure if you have it yet, but it's a lot of fun. You will get killed early and often. (laughs) (laughs) True. But hang in there. After some level ups, you will be competitive. So um, he did send some other stuff, and he described them in this letter. I'm going to keep this letter on me. Okay. So when I do get the other package, then we can read it on a future episode. Awesome. Nice. God dang it. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't believe it, man. I thought I – thought I, from the feel of the package, I wasn't like jiggling it around or mm-hmm. feeling it. But I saw that it was flat. I was like, oh, he sent me like a book or something. How nice. Or like a Blu-ray. Or a Blu-ray yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. No, this is – 
Thank you. Very cool. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is unexpected, and I cannot wait to play this some more. Because all I played was the beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, from there, I went to, like, IGN, and I watched, like, videos on, like, you know, watching Leia and watching Han and Boba Fett all play and stuff like that. And Yeah, I did the same. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Is Jakku playable yet? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. For everyone now? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's still just the pre-order people, I think right? it's still just the pre-order people right now. Will that get unlocked later on? Yes. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, really, uh, the best game mode that I've played in that is Heroes versus Villains. Whereas, like, if you're playing the regular mode, you got to get lucky enough to get the hero coin. Mm. But, like, every other round, you play as one of the heroes or the villains, whichever side you're on. So, like, you get plenty of time to get, you know, used to those characters. It's fun. Very cool. Um, and I heard that they fixed the targeting from where it was on the beta. Oh, yeah. Oh, I that, hope so. That and, yeah. like, shooting guns never used to feel like it had any weight. Like, there was no recoil. Now the controller vibrates and there's appropriate recoil. Cool. So mm-hmm. It feels a lot more tactile. Frank definitely notices when something <laughs> vibrates. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> you All know right. what Psycho Manus was going to say when they first did that shit back in the first Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> If you like video games, check out the podcast Nerd Porn. I know, Dan, you're a huge fan of Nerd Porn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. But I haven't been listening recently because uh, Aaron repeated something that you guys said about Star Wars. So I kind of like turned uh, off for a little while. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I absolutely love, love Nerd Porn. You should check those guys out. They're great. All right, guys. You know what we're going to do? I mean, we are going to have a, a, a lot of Star Wars discussion. But we're going to have kind of like a regular episode. We're not going to be doing Marvel news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't even have like a regular news section. But I, I, we do have Good Pop, Bad Pop mm-hmm. this week. And we also have... Uh, uh, a little bit of DC news, so I wanted to jump into our uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop segment. It's time for more Leftover Reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we like these things, sometimes we hate these things. Um, Clive couldn't make it this week, so it's a gr- good thing that we have Dan West here because this is this is uh, I know. Look at him; he's like, put him on the spot. I know, I know. I planned this all week, man. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, Dan. Clive couldn't make it this week. Yeah, I think he's getting checked out. I think he he had uh, some 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 questionable sex with a questionable young lady, and he's getting checked out at the moment, making sure you know all the bits and pieces are good to go for future, I don't know, conquests. So we're going to have to have you give our rating system uh, as only you can. Oh, okay. We made this live? Before you do that, what was that thing that you said earlier on in the podcast? <laughs> bono Estese. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now give us the rating system. Uh, the rating system is simple. <laughs> if the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a fucking Tupperware rating. <laughs> <laughs> and if the, all the leftovers Tupperware it, it gets a Tupperware party. <laughs> yeah! Very good. Fantastic. So that's our rating system. Toss it, taste it, Tupperware. Um, let's see here. I wanted to start off real quick and just kind of go over uh, some of the things that I caught up on. Uh, finally watched the Flash mid-season finale. Nice. Um, and it was fantastic. Um, had some issues with it, though. Trickster came back, so it was nice seeing Mark Hamill right before we watched Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah. That's cool. Because, uh, yeah, 
we'll get into that later on when we talk about Star Wars. But it, it was nice to see him. Cool. And uh, he's great. He was absolutely phenomenal in this. The only problem I had with the episode was that uh, the way that his 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 plan to to him and uh, the Weathered Wizard to defeat the Flash was brilliant. Their plan was brilliant. Uh, Trickster dressed up as Santa Claus and was handing out boxes of presents to kids. Each present, he, he went all jokey smurf on him. He gave nice. him, he gave him a bomb. <laughs> and so when these kids had, he told, he said, don't open this up until Christmas morning. So, um, they found out that like, you know, the presents had been getting out to these kids, over a hundred kids. So there's a hundred bombs all throughout Star City. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is great. Is it Central City? Am Central I, City. It's Central City. Yeah. I'm confusing it with Arrow. Yeah. So, all these kids have these, uh, you know, packages underneath their tree with bombs in them. And I'm like, oh, man, how's the Flash going to get out of this one? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they found out, like, the reasoning, Harrison Wells and uh, Cisco kind of devised this thing that if you send one of the boxes with the bomb through the breach to Earth 2, because of magnets and because of the frequency, the other boxes will then Fly into the breach. What? That's kind of crazy. And it it was weird science. It didn't make sense. But other than that, it was a phenomenal episode. We got our first appearance of uh, Wally West. Cool. And that's where the episode ended. And so I'm gonna Tupperware it, man. Even though with the with the stupid fucking uh, magnet frequency breach. Thing. It was yeah. still great. So did you see like the other 99 presents like all flying yes. away from the tree? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> flying out windows and flying through the breach and exploding as they go through the breach. And it was just – it was kind of lazy writing. Yeah. And I, when the original fucking diabolical plan was so good. And then then they give you that. Yeah. Just, it's kind of meh. Okay. <laughs> Let's just use Earth 2 as a big trash compound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck recycling. We got Earth 2. Send yeah. them bombs. Yeah. That's what they did. <laughs> what the hell? And then the it was kind of neat, though, that the device that Cisco had made to take out uh, Atom Smasher from the first episode of this season, the boot, Yeah, it didn't work on Atom Smasher. They used it against Flash here. Mm. And that was cool to see him like stuck in one place. Like this boot locks into the ground and then it's kind of got like a, it kind of like locks onto his leg and he can't move. And then fucking Trickster's just sitting back watching uh, Weather Wizard kick his ass. And Flash can't do anything about it. So it was awesome. Does the Trickster have an updated costume from what he used to have on the old Flash TV series? I'm trying to remember the old costume. It was silly. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was very silly. Yeah, it looked good. I okay. mean, it didn't stand out. Was it was it really bright and colorful in the yes. original? Okay. Wasn't it like a jacket that was like had all different patterns all sewn together or something like that? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Find a picture. Well, I right, never mind. <laughs> I did watch the Supergirl episode with Martian Manhunter. Oh, how was how that? Was that? Yeah. Um Supergirl has its problems. It has its problems. But it was nice seeing Martian Manhunter, and that reveal was really cool. So I still enjoy the series. I'm still going to keep up with it. It still has its problems. I think I haven't watched the next episode. I think they jump into more Martian Manhunter. But uh, I'm going to stick with it, man. I'm going to stick with Supergirl. It's fun. Can I ask you a question? About yeah. I've, I've only seen the pilot of that, mm-hmm. and the pace of the pilot is just insane it, it just never slows down right is the rest of the season like that as well no i mean there's there's a lot of mo- character moments okay yeah and uh there, there's a lot of character moments um and it does slow down i i like the show though i really do it's but it does have its problems and i can see why some people don't like it so. do you like jimmy olsen on that show 
I liked him on True Blood, but on this show, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I think I hate him. It's I don't I, I don't know why. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's just so weird to see a suave Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. I mean, I know you shouldn't be grounded to whatever's come before, but it's right. just like such a departure. What I did like about this episode off of the Jimmy Olsen hate is um, – I'm going to go into something I liked. <laughs> <laughs> but they introduced the solar flare, which they've done in the, yeah. new, the new 52 comics. Mm. The new comics were basically like Superman he, – he's powered by the sun, and what he'll do is like this – Boom, solar flare, where he oh. uses all of his powers. Mm-hmm. They kind of introduced that. They even called it solar flare. She used a lot of her powers, and so she didn't do like a huge like solar explosion, but she used a lot of her powers to take out um, a red tornado. Okay. So she, at the end of the episode, she got cut and she bled. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's when the next episode, Jimmy Olsen tells her, yeah, solar flare, it's going to take you for at least 48 hours to recoup your powers. So they've introduced that, and I think that's cool. Yeah, that's good for the yeah. show. Yeah. It makes her infallible. Yeah. A little bit of weakness. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, what do you guys have for me this week for Good Pop, Bad Pop? Um, I watched uh, a cool little mini series from sci fi called Childhood's End. I DVR'd it. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, fucking loved it. Tupperware City, man. I, it was good. Really good. I, that means it'll get canceled sci fi. So. Well, it, it's just a mini series. It's oh, just a mini series. Uh, it's, it's based on Arthur C. Clarke's. You know, short story. Um, but it's basically about, you know, you take the Bible, but you substitute aliens for demons, um, or, you know, aliens for Satan, whatever you want to call them. Right. Um, but it, it's more nuanced than that. It's not just like a, it's not just like, oh, the aliens are demons kind of thing. There's, there's nuances to what's going on. So that's, that's very interesting because you kind of have a, you have a very cool creature who looks like the devil. Um, spoiler, sorry, shit. If you guys haven't seen it or anybody hasn't seen it, you'll, you'll catch on to that pretty early on. Um, but the aliens are, you know, there are biblical representation of what we believe to be demons and what they look like and stuff like that. So they slowly basically take over the planet. Um, they choose an emissary to kind of speak for them, a human, just kind of a farmer, basically. Um, and it's it's phenomenal, man. It's so intriguing. Hmm. It really, you know, it really like adds a sci-fi element to some of the religious stuff. I think we've all been fed over the years, mm-hmm. and it, it's a really cool fucking story. So, like, if Jesus was Captain Kirk, no, <laughs> no, Damn. not like that. That's what I want to say. Not like that. But they they basically they they do somebody this. give that carpenter a blaster. <laughs> <laughs> they they do this over a span of time to where. Um, humans stop aging. They mm. basically create a utopia. They create world peace, just like everything it says in, in the book of Revelations. Right. You know, the Antichrist will come. He will bring all the people into one and create a world of peace. And it explores that, and all these characters grow up. So you get to see some characters as a child, mm-hmm. and then at the end, they're adults. That's so fascinating. It's really cool. Um, childhood. It's called Childhood Zen for a reason. You'll see that at the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really like, I, I thought it'd be kind of run-of-the-mill, and it wasn't. Um, the, the people that you think are, are bad, you really kind of, you start to feel sentimental towards them. It's, it's really weird, and it's really worth checking out. Hmm. Very cool sci-fi, religious kind of undertones show. It was awesome. Wow. So check it out. It's only three episodes. Three so, episodes. Yeah. Okay, so it's tight. Right. Very tight, cool. yeah. Childhood's End? Yes. On sci-fi. That does sound good. It is good. Was that on this week? 
I think it did. Yeah, I think they put them all up this week. I, I don't know how that works. I do it all on on demand. So, but the the guy kind of reminds me of uh, the creature from Legend. You know, he's got the big horns mm-hmm. and the, oh no way, yeah, very much mm-hmm. so. But that's what the aliens look like. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very cool, very cool. It's a better title than the Jared from Subway movie called Child's uh, Childhood Rear End. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Eat fresh part two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we took it there. Yeah, that's what we do. Give us those one star reviews. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. What was that thing you said at the beginning of the podcast, though? Bono es Dese. Yes. <laughs> Sounds so good. Uh, my brother is going to absolutely shit the bed because he's always wanted that story to be made into a film. Oh, really? Possibly a TV series. Yes, he's going to be super stoked. Oh, uh, yeah. That. Tell him to watch. It was great. I, I haven't read it. the books, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, check it out. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Anybody else have something? Um, I wanted to briefly talk about the um, X-Files re-release that just came out last week. Yeah. Um, kind of as a precursor to the new six-episode limited series Fox is doing in January. They have re-released all nine seasons on Blu-ray. And um, I just wanted to Tupperware this re-release. They are incredible. Um, all nine seasons are on Blu-ray. They've completely remastered every single episode. And not only have they just made them HD, but they've actually gone in and done new digital effect shots for a lot of the digital <laughs> shots. Now, I know a lot of purists will be upset at this. You know, it's kind of like when they did the shit with the Raiders of the Lost Ark, how people got upset about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think it really works here a lot more than it did with that or like Star Wars Special Edition stuff. It's right. really updated these episodes. And if anything made them more scary, um, the blacks are just pitch fucking black now. And when they're shining their flashlights, you can see their faces perfectly clear and everything. It's really amazing. But I want to give the listeners a heads up. They've um, they've released all nine seasons in a box set. The box set costs three hundred dollars. Each individual season only costs between twenty and twenty five. And if you do the math, that's one hundred and eighty dollars if you buy them all separately. And if you buy the three hundred dollar thing, all you're getting is a cardboard box. Huh. To house the same nine seasons you would get if you buy them separately. Wow. Not a single extra bonus disc, not a single extra anything. You're paying anywhere from 100 to $120 for this cardboard box. So mm-hmm. if you're an X-Files fan, then this is 100% must so buy. So 180 or 300 Yeah. Guys, listeners, if you love cardboard boxes, I have plenty of them. I could sell them to you for $120. <laughs> yeah. I'll got, go 80. Yeah, yeah, I'll go 50. I'll, I'll fashion you an X-Files Why you gotta box. undercut my... You gotta undercut my boxes. You get a hold of Eric Marable, he'll draw you one with cocks on it. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's gonna lower the value anyway. <laughs> Probably go twenty for you, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, this is a Tupperware all the way. It's a real fun way to get ready for this series coming out again in January. And we I mean, saw it, me and Dan. We we actually were you there, Frank, when we, when he was playing the X Files on the TV. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looked gorgeous. It did. Because yeah. then afterward, he played the, uh, the like the old standard version. Yeah. And it was horrible in comparison. Right. So yeah. yeah, it is. It does look very, very, very good. Yeah. So yeah, I strongly imply. I know Jake Harmon's a big X Files guy. Yeah. If you haven't heard about these, Jake, you, you need to fucking run out and get them. Get on Amazon. Get this shit. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, hook me up. Uh, look me up if you guys want to buy some boxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jake's boxes are flimsy. They fall apart. Really. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, <boxes. laughs> Does anybody else have anything for good pop, bad pop? 
Uh, yeah, I before I came over here, I did happen to watch the uh, Ridiculous Six, the new Adam Sandler oh, um, wow. movie. Which so this is, on is a is spoof on Hateful Eight. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming it is, but I have no, I haven't don't know anything about the Hateful Eight except right. for the fact that this runtime has been making headlines uh, th- <laughs> three hours long. So. <laughs> It's going to be fun on Christmas Day. Um, But yeah, so I I put that on Netflix and I've watched that before I came over. Um, I'm going to give it a low taste it, but it's not without uh, its sort of charms. Uh, The cast is Adam Sandler, uh, Nick Nolte plays the father. Nick Nolte? Yeah, dude. He was looking gruff now as well. Wow, he was looking gruff then. I know, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, the five brothers are Terry Crews. Yeah. Which is a genius casting. Uh, is it uh, Jorge Garcia, the, um, Hurley from Lost? Is yeah. That right? yeah. 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 Uh, Luke Wilson. Rob Schneider's in this. Rob too. Schneider. Yeah. And. Um, Adam Sandler himself. Yeah. And have I missed one, one out? Is that right? I feel like that was five. Yeah. Is Tim Meadows in it? He's a, he's oh, a little... uh, uh, Taylor Taylor Lautner. Is that right? The guy from Twilight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's one yeah. of the brothers, which. Um, it took me about 20 minutes to realize that he was this particular character. And when he took off his shirt, you were like, oh, <laughs> now I recognize you. I've seen them abs before somewhere. <laughs> I was jacking it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's pretty fun. Um, it's, it, it's, the, t- the title describes it, basically. It is fucking ridiculous and but it's not it's not as bad as bedtime stories and some of his other later films yeah We're sort of going back towards more kind of like happy gilmore stuff uh so yeah there's 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 a lot of good stuff in there but there's also a lot wrong with it but it is funny so i mean you know if you guys wanted to check it out then that's fine but if you're not an adam sandler fan don't fucking watch it because you will not like it yeah. I, we all were adam sandler's yeah. adam yeah. sandler fans 20 years ago yeah. though i mean that's the thing you know it's like 20 years ago, the guy, when he was on SNL, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, mm-hmm. even Little Nicky and Waterboy and oh, all yeah. that stuff. It's just just very charming. I like Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too. That's the beginning of the end, though, for me. Oh, yeah. Big Daddy? Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's when you starts to be like the big moral-heavy movies. Wedding Singer as well. Oh, Wedding Singer yeah, Wedding Singer is phenomenal. Pretty yeah. good. Must have. So, I'll be honest with you. I kind of like Spanglish, too. I don't think I saw Spanglish. Yeah, I've never seen that either. Spanglish was kind of fun. I think that they did a, um, uh, they turned that into a musical or a play or yeah. something like that recently. Yeah. So, but I like Spanglish. So, yeah, but everything else that he's done, like Click was garbage. And Pixels, Grown Ups. Pixels, Grown Ups, yeah. Mm. Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2. Oh, God. Jack and Jill. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I forgot I about, about that. Yeah. <laughs> you blocked it out. It's yeah. traumatic. <laughs> it's bad. So, low taste it for uh, Ridiculous Six. Yeah. I'll check it out. I mean, it can't be as bad as, uh, what was it, uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West with sex- Seth MacFarlane. Uh, I almost called him Sex McFarland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slip. Wow. <laughs> hey, oh, that's that sexy baritone voice. I, yeah, Dan's got a thing for Taylor out there, and I. <laughs> I want him to fucking. I want to see his O face and hear him like fucking orgasm in Peter Griffin's voice. <laughs> so. Oh, is that like a fucking cheap on helium? I forgot. Uh, I was supposed to say this about Ridiculous Six as well. There is an absolute genius moment in there uh-huh. where. Um, there, some characters are having uh, like a sort of like a high society dinner, and you get a uh, general uh, general Custer turns up. That's mm-hmm. uh, David Spade, and Mark Twain shows up, and he's talking like a gangster. <laughs> and it took me fucking ages to spot who he was. 
And I thought, I was like, oh, it's got to be, um, it's got to be like Stifler from American Pie or something. What's that guy's name? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. I his name was Stifler. Yeah. Sean <laughs> William Scott. Sean yeah, William it. Scott, yeah. yeah. And I thought it was Jonathan him. Taylor Thomas. T-T-T. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought it was him for about kind of five minutes. It's not it's fucking vanilla ice. Oh, oh awesome. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that That's bit, funny. That yeah. bit alone is worth watching it, and I'm not even kidding. It's vanilla so ice plays Mark Twain. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> moment. It's fantastic. So. Wow. Wow. Even if you fast forward to that bit, just check it out. <laughs> Get us the timestamp for that moment. Oh, it's probably about an hour in. All right, all right. Oh. I'll probably be watching this. Sadly enough, <laughs> um, did you guys want to talk about the uh, couple of trailers that we had seen? One we didn't talk about last week, but we saw the Independence Day two trailer. Yeah, what's yeah, it sure. called? What's it called? Regurgence. Regurgence. So independent ID four number two resurgence. Uh, I don't know. You guys can talk about it, rate it if you want to. Can I just talk about the title for a second longer? What's, sure. What the fuck's wrong with ID four two two? I think that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds cool. Everything's got to have a subtitle nowadays. It's so fucking lame. These subtitles. Yeah, I think Iron Man's like the only one that's not falling into that. Yeah. Yeah. ID four two sounds cool. Yeah. Like the old T two. Remember how cool right. T two sounded? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Resurgence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck, fuck me. <laughs> I think they're thinking like people might be confused. See, like ID four two, like what forty two? Yeah, ID four forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll rate it though. I, I toss this trailer. Uh, the CG looked fucking terrible. Um, I, there's no Will Smith, so I mean that's a ton of charisma out the fucking window. Instead of Will Smith, you've got what Peta, not Peta, but Gail from The Hunger Games stepping oh, yeah. in. Mm. Uh, was it Liam Hemsworth? Mm. Is, Is that, that which, okay? He, so he's like your new Will Smith character going on. In oh, I didn't even notice him. Yeah, he's in there, and I I don't know. I just there was nothing here that got me excited at all for this movie. It just looked really shitty to me. Mm. So, eh. Toss it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. I actually enjoyed the trailer. Uh, it, it reminded me when I saw the first ones, you know, for the original. So I, I don't know. I, I thought it was. It looked looked like a fun action sci fi movie, which is what the original was to me. So I, I don't know. I wasn't looking at it that hard. I saw it twice. I saw it again today. Mm-hmm. Still like it, man. Yeah, that first trailer really knocked your socks off, though, Jay. Like it was like, here's the White House. There was the a little White more. House is getting blown the fuck up. But how many <laughs> movies have they done that in since? I, I, mean, I, I I'm not disagreeing. Day with that. after tomorrow, and it's like, okay, we've seen every monument destroyed in every movie in the, over falls. the past twenty years. I don't need to see any more monuments getting destroyed. Right. It's yeah. like, what's next? I needed to see something special, though. Like I don't know. Nothing got me excited. Oh, look how big they are. Or whatever bullshit. And was like, I'm know. glad that they went away from it because in the in, and I know this sounds silly, but like in the kind of world that we live in, with every different country and every city getting bombed now, imagine yeah. if they did have a scene where something happened to Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they would have had to take this out of the movie. I think it's smart that these that these movie filmmakers are not doing that as much because it. I mean. We saw what was it? Supergirl had to not play an episode that that took place in was it, it was it, with yeah. the bombs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't mean mimic that exactly, <clears throat> but at least to have a moment, and not even mimicking that kind of moment, but just mm-hmm. some kind of moment. Like there, mm-hmm. I can't. There was no takeaway from this trailer for me. Mm-hmm. Like no key scene where I was like, oh yeah, that's a must fucking see. What are you talking about? They had a big ship. Surely that should get you excited. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it, no. it covered like the the whole planet. 
for the most part. See, that's the thing. It just got bigger. I, you know what? I'm going to taste the trailer. I didn't think it was as awful as you thought it was, but I didn't think it was spectacular either. I think that there's a lot of stuff that I think is interesting about the movie that they didn't even bring up in the trailer. Mm. The fact that um, – what we do know about the film, the fact that we know that – They've been gone for 20 years, Mm -hmm. but in their time, they've been gone for moments. Mm -hmm. So it's right after they got defeated. When they come back from their planet to ours, the time from wherever they are is completely different from our time. So it's been moments for them. For us, it's been 20 years. We've had 20 years to use their technology and repurpose it for us. And so I think that's interesting. But the fact that they didn't even have a line about that in the trailer, which could have been cool for some people, like, you know, just one character real quickly saying something about that, like, you know, they went through there. It's only been moments for them, and we've had 20 years, blah, 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 blah. Nothing. Nothing was touched. Yeah, like I'm – that's the coolest thing I've heard about this movie. (laughs) They talked about using their technology, but they didn't say the time frame. Yeah, they didn't. They they said nothing about the time for the aliens and how long it's been for them. Um one of the things that I think was sorely lacking in the original was the fact that we didn't get to see much of the aliens except for basically Will Smith punching what looked like, I don't know, a dummy or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't oh, yeah. it? <laughs> it wasn't it very terrible. good. Right. Right. But I, I, I thought the effects, I thought the effects, uh, they, they, they didn't stand out. No. They, 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 it looks like effects that I've seen in other films. Not to say that these are, these are crap effects. It's, it looked it looked fine, yeah. But it it wasn't like mind blowing. So yeah, I think we're getting to a point now where I mean, a lot of the effects that we get to see in films, the kind of the qualities like coming on par, like everything's mm-hmm. kind of leveling out quite a lot. But a lot of it has to do with design, and so many things look exactly the fucking same now. You know, like the, you can take like ships from different uh, genres and different films and stuff. Yes. and they look like they're all designed by the same people. That's a great point. The mm-hmm. scout ship from Man of Steel, some yeah. of the ships in Prometheus, yeah. the ships in Independence Day Four. It's like they're right. all taking from the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've got those, and then you've got the other ones. Like, I mean, I don't mind Oblivion. I think it's quite a good movie, but I don't like the ship design in that. Everything looks like I've said it. I just said it before another show, but it's um, they sort of they look like they're made by Apple Mac. You yeah, know, they're all like white and clean and everything's kind of right. like spheres and things like that. There's a lot of that going on as well. That's yeah. why I like District 9 so much because I'd never seen any sort of tech like that before. And even though those special effects weren't the best, the uh, you know, the uh, the design of the stuff was really good. Yeah, everything kind of looked worn into. Yeah. Yeah, Lived which in. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what did you think about the trailer overall? Uh, I never wanted to see a second Independence Day movie, so I'm mm. I'm just going to toss it, but only because I'm not interested in it at all. I wasn't really blown away by the first movie when it came out. As some no. other people thought it was revolutionary, the special effects were like amazing. I I liked Independence Day, but it was like when I left it, it was not like when I left the theater after I had just seen The Matrix. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, exactly. no, not at all. It doesn't exactly make you think at all, does it? But I mean, I suppose it's not meant to. It's like a you know summer blockbuster. So yeah, yeah, Popcorn good movie. point. Yeah, good point. Exactly, yeah, Dan yeah, makes a good point. I think that's a little bit behind my toss it too. Is I'm not really a big fan. Of the, I tossed the original myself, so it's it's going to take a lot to make me really give a shit about Independence Day. I too. taste the original. It's yeah. like it wasn't like something that like. I know, like, if you're younger and watched it, a lot of young kids, you know, but I think I was, like, in my teens when it came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1996. Yeah. They're all, like, 18. Yeah, so I was kind of, like, jaded anyway by shit, so. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Frank, what are you thinking, man? I gotta toss it. I mean, and for me, it's just t- they're taking the exact same premise and just adding flashier effects to it. I was sitting there trying to think about the speech that Bill Pullman was puking out, mm-hmm. and I could not tell if it was the first one or a new speech that sounded almost exactly the same. It is the first one. Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah it's, it's the, the same, same speech. Same. Mm-hmm. I, but, I mean, is he saying it again in this one, or no. was that supposed to be like a callback? See, I couldn't tell. Hey, remember that first movie that everybody loved? Yeah, here it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. exactly. Remember the best I, bit of that movie? Here right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I seriously could not tell if he was if that was like a new speech or the same old one. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just, my eyes glazed over during the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we got some tossets and tastes, but no Tupperwares on this one. No. no. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see some more trailers on this and see what, I, I'm going to watch it in the theater. Oh, I'll see it yeah. in the theater too. It'll be a one and done for me though. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Star Trek Beyond trailer. We have to talk about this. <laughs> oh. The whole theater um, knows what Jake thought about that. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I booed it. <laughs> booed it. You booed it fucking loud. I did, I did boo it fucking loud. I think you got a bit of a round of applause. Yeah, I, did, yes, I, did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tossed this trailer. Um, I, I don't even know what to say. It, it just looks like garbage to me. They should have called this Star Trek Regurgence too. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it looks so bad. It looks so cheeky. I felt sorry for the Beastie Boys having sabotage plugged into here. Again. I, again. Yeah, man. It, it worked so well in the first movie as like Captain Kirk's like kind of right. rebel music when he's driving his car and everything. Yeah. And then in this, it's like, oh no. Who's the director? Justin Lin? Justin yeah. Lin. So yes. it's written by Justin Lin and also Rick. Written no, by no, no, no. Directed by Justin yeah. Lin, written by Simon Pegg. Yes. Yeah. Simon Pegg had somebody else write it with him, correct? Yeah, he had one of the Transformers guys write it with him, I do believe. Hmm. Okay. I'd heard that he wasn't a fan of the trailer. Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg's quotes were, it was very action-packed. I didn't, yeah, it was surprising. I find it to be kind of the marketing people saying, everybody come and see this film. It's full of action and fun. When there's a lot more to it than that. I didn't love it because I know there's a lot more to the film. There's a lot more story and a lot more character stuff. And a lot more what I would call Star Trek stuff. But you know, they've got to bring an audience in. They've got to bang the drum. To the Star Trek fans, I say, be patient. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't even know Simon Pegg wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to see it now because of that fact. Uh-huh. I love his writing, yeah. so I'll actually go and see it. What else has he written? He wrote Space, the the series mm-hmm. that he was in that was directed by Edgar Wright. Never seen mm-hmm. it. No, really? You guys yeah. like the Cornetto trilogy, don't I you? I love the Cornetto yeah. trilogy. You've never seen Space? No. Oh, my God. Okay, basically, it's a two It's the two seasons of a show um, based in England, and it's just Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and, oh, God, Jessica... I've forgotten her name. It's rubbish. Um, but uh, and they just live in a flat, and he's. Uh, it's just about their lives, and it's about. I think it's about six episodes per season. Smart comedy. Yes, oh, and yeah. loaded up the ass with pop culture. Really? Oh, yeah, God. man. It's just like all of the Cornetto trilogy. Is this on Netflix? Uh, I think it is. Yeah. Is it now? I think it is. Okay. Well, it is in the UK. So okay. I mean, it might ne- not be here. Yeah. Netflix in the UK and Netflix in Canada are completely different. Okay. Like Netflix in Canada, they're going to get the – what are they getting? They're getting Star Wars stuff yeah. on oh, theirs. Really? And we're not here. Right. Oh, because yeah. their deal was made after – the Netflix deal with Star Wars was made after the acquis- acquisition of Lucasfilm to Disney. Right. Ours, all, all the deals set up before were made 
before here. Oh, shit. So Canada gets all that stuff on their Netflix, yeah, which, shit. oh man, if I could just fucking watch Star Wars on Netflix, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, yep, five I'm, writers on Star Trek. Oh, my. Ouch. Four beyond Simon Pegg. Robert Orsi on there. Yeah, he's the Transformers guy I was talking about. Yeah, Robert Orsi. They actually, he was uh, originally rumored to direct it. Yeah, so. okay. So, <clears throat> yeah. It didn't do anything for me. I'll tell you that too. I'm I'm tossing it as well. Mm. Seen it like three times now. Nothing. Not doing a damn thing for me. I, I you know I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. Loved it. Second one, eh, not really. And uh, there's nothing really uh, exciting me about this. You know, I love I love kind of the quirkiness. I love the fucking quirkiness of Spock mm. and Kirk and all the guys, but. They tried to like put that in there, and then they did a bunch of explosions and shit. So I'm blaming the trailer. I'm, not... I'm blaming Star Wars. Well, yeah. You, yeah, that too. I mean, you're, you're setting the fucking standard, yeah. you know. So it's hard to it's hard to live up to that, especially when you see the trailer. They hit the panic button when they knew Star Wars was coming out. They knew that they would have to come out with an action packed trailer to grab everybody's attention. I'm blaming Star Wars, and I'm blaming Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because this. Yeah. But I think the best thing that they could have done is not done any of this and given the fans what they want a Star Trek movie. Yeah. There was no beyond in this. No, I was, no. they are, it's beyond my belief that they'd actually put out a trailer like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm tossing it too. Yeah. yeah. The Star Wars thing worked for the first movie. Like that, to me, that's kind of what revitalized Star Trek a little bit was kind of bringing in more. For elements. you. Fresh. For everyone. No, I mean, no, 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 not for everyone. Not for everyone. There are some diehard Star Trek fans that think it's an abomination. But it was a huge smash. It I mean, was. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but I'm not saying it was like widely received by everyone. No, I agree with nothing's ever widely received by everyone. But yeah, I mean, I think that's what worked the first time for this Star Trek reboot was kind of J.J. Abrams kind of brought the Star Wars sensibility to it. A little bit less Trek, a little bit more more Star Wars. Yeah, they put a lot of Star Wars in there. Mm-hmm. If it was any other movie other than a Star Trek movie, like if it was titled something else, I'd taste it. But given the fact that it is a Star Trek movie, I'm going to toss it. Uh, it's... It looks like fucking the light speed and the furious. If it was anything but a Star <laughs> Trek movie, I wouldn't watch it. Right. I, well, I mean, it, th- Justin Lin being the director, yeah. this is kind of what I was worried about when they announced that that was going to be who was going to be in charge of the film. That that was what we were going to get. He didn't get, cut the was, trailer, though. I'm tossing the trailer. I'm not tossing the movie. But even if, I mean, you would have, we don't have any way of guessing about what's actually in the film, even though Simon <laughs> Pegg says it's something different. It's giving us the impression that it's an action-based film is what so it's is trying the, to do. So is the first one and the second one, Frank. Right, yeah. but I just – this isn't the direction I wanted them to keep going in. This is, I, I didn't want this. It, picking who they picked for the director, that's what I expected is what I feel like I'm getting. They kind of set a precedent when they first did the first and the second movie that these were action movies. So that's what they went with in this third one. I'm just saying like – I love the first one. Second one's garbage, yeah. and this looks to be more the same. Whether right. it's action based or not, the trailer looked like garbage. Have you um, managed to watch the second one again since we saw it in the theater? Never. No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I watched one part. Uh, it was on FX one night. Yeah, I bought it. It's still in the plastic. <laughs> you it on Blu-ray. I bought it on Blu-ray because I went out on uh, Black Friday last year, yeah. and they had it real cheap. And so I bought it. It's still in the plastic. Fuck yeah. shit! Just take that shit back. Tell me you just picked it up. Yeah, nah. I want to see it again. Kind of see if it's as terrible as I remember. It is. Don't worry. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> don't, don't waste your fucking time. Two hours Seriously. of your life, you won't get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it in the cinema, and I thought it was a piece of shit. And then for some 
unknown reason to me, I watched it on Netflix and it's just as bad, if not worse, the second time round because you pick out even more holes in it. Yeah. And the acting's even worse. And as much as I love Benedict Cumberbatch, he just... He was just a non-entity in that film. Mm. I don't know what's going on? I think I think I think Simon Pegg's setting himself up to be destroyed uh, because of this movie, um, because of the the things that he said about the prequels. Don't get me wrong; he loves George Lucas. Mm-hmm. He said that he said at one time, and I can't quote him, but he said something like, "If uh, if I met George Lucas, I could uh, take a cyanide capsule." <laughs> because that's the pinnacle. Like, like after that, he could kill himself. Yeah, that's that's everything to him. Star Wars is everything to him. He loves the original trilogy, but he's bashed the prequels so much that if this movie is a disaster, he they are going to lambast him on social media oh, yeah. for this because of all those comments that he's made to the prequels, and the prequel defenders are going to go after him hard. So yeah. good. <laughs> not big Simon Pegg fan then. No, not the biggest. <laughs> oh shit. I, I I I like his I like a lot of his movies, but as far as I've heard about him in interviews, I heard he's a he can be a pretty despicable person. Really? Yeah. Oh crap, I didn't know that. Um, my friend met him at one of the premieres for Mission Impossible and mm-hmm. he said he was lovely. I guess it depends on like what kind of mood you catch him in. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I'll be honest with you. The guy probably, after doing a media junket, like a press junket, and talking to like the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, ten, being asked the same questions every time, it's probably got to wear thin on you after a yeah, while. So I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the guy. So yeah, he was posing for photos and everything as well. So I mean, that's just, cool. He wouldn't like just shrug everyone off and tell them to go fuck themselves. But you know, I that's just one person's experience. So he could be a douchebag the rest of the time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think he's gonna outdo fucking Bruce Willis. So. <laughs> I don't think. Really not. I don't think anybody's a bigger asshole. Than no that guy. man, no way. <laughs> Takes the cake. You've heard that Kevin Smith story, haven't you? Oh, many times. Oh, God, well, the first time I heard that, I just could. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know, um, he came over to England to promote uh, one of the Die Hard movies, the, the newest one, and he was jet-lagged to shit, and he was on live TV, and it's like the most watched um, sort of like entertainment show in the UK, and he just was kind of bleary-eyed looking around the set, and everyone on, like, was asking, all the hosts were asking him loads of like really, like there were good questions as well, trying to ramp him up, trying to get his energy level going, he did not want to fucking know, and you know he plays harmonica as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He plays harmonica yeah. like in a band and things. Mm-hmm. bluesy. Yeah, yeah and uh, so they actually gave him a harmonica, and I was like, "Don't poke the <laughs> fucking bear! There's no way this is going to go well." Oh, and he no. just literally goes, looks at it with disdain, and just goes, <laughs> and then they all go. The, the host goes, "Yeah, that was beautiful." <laughs> it was, it was fucking, uh, it was so awkward. Man. And literally from that moment on, I've just looked at Bruce Willis in a different light. He's fucking grumpy, like, I man. I used to like him loads, but yeah. Yeah. I can't really watch him in movies that much anymore. What's the Kevin Smith story? Well, he worked with him on Cop Out. Yeah. And basically with uh, Kevin Smith, you probably know it better than I do, Dan, but like, um, you know, when, when, when Kevin was directing him, mm-hmm. he would get mad at Kevin and he would start using these technical terms to Kevin and Kevin's not that kind of a director. Yeah. You know, he's real loose and he keeps a real loose set. And basically he was just yelling and stuff about on set about how unprofessional it was and how I can't believe you're a director. You don't know what this lens is. You don't know what this kind of a shot is, blah, 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 blah. And, um, 
Kevin was probably one of the first directors slash entertainers that really broke down walls of behind the scenes shit that goes on in these movies. He's incorporated in his stand up act. He talks about it all the time on um, uh, his podcasts. Mm-hmm. Ralph Garman recently I was on Hollywood Babylon and talking about a role that he had gotten in a film that. Bruce Willis didn't feel like recording, uh, filming that day, so they did away with that role. So Ralph Garman himself, co-host of Kevin Smith on Hollywood Babylon, got fucked out of a role. Jesus. So, I mean, th- this guy is just, he's, he's Hollywood cancer. Yeah, in my opinion, wow. you can I you, and I love Die Hard. I'm not saying that I oh, hate yeah. Bruce, Bruce Willis the actor. I'm saying him as a person. There's a difference between the actor and the person. I I, I don't care what he does. I still love Die Hard. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, you know, and but it's it's just it's upsetting when you hear about like I would hate I I would hate to meet one of my heroes and then them treat me like shit. Like I love Michael Jordan, but if like I met him and he was like basically ignored me or you know told me to beat it. It, it would. I, I don't know how. I, you know, I don't know. I'd throw all my Bulls merchandise away and everything. Oh yeah, it's hard. I've been there with yeah. people like that. It's tough. And that's how Kevin felt about working with Bruce. And uh, you know, since then he he's just had to, he's just had to deal with it in his own way. That's actually not the story that I heard. What did you hear? The other one is that he was walking him to set, and they were uh-huh. talking about a scene. And two guys pulled up in a truck, two construction workers, and one of them leaned out the window and yelled out. Yeah, Bruce Willis, John McClane, fucking die hard. I love you, I love you so much. And he turned to Kevin Smith and just shrugged his shoulders and whispered, it's the ones that shout die hard that I hate the most. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's wow. horrible. What a <laughs> fucking dick. Yeah, no yeah. shit. And then he makes a sixth die hard movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks for... Uh... Part five yeah. was just the worst. Was yeah. that the Jai Courtney one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, the one with yeah. his son. Oh, yeah. God. That's the yeah. one I never saw. You don't. Fucking masterpiece. And, and it's not that ju- lens. It's not just uh, Kevin Smith either. I mean, it's been Sylvester Stallone too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said he gave that tweet about being greedy uh-huh. for that, that Expendables. third Expendables film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which honestly, when you think about it, it's a good thing that Bruce Willis didn't attach his name to that. Wise <laughs> well, move. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, on the flip side, it's just like, yeah, I can totally see that now, man. Yeah. Gosh. It's unfortunate. Yeah. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. No, let's let's do some DC news here real quick. That's cool. We'll do some DC news. So, yeah. All right, time for uh, DC news. Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. (laughs) And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC news. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. That's great. I haven't heard that before. It's new. Where does he get those wonderful exotic toys? (laughs) (laughs) Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. (laughs) You're not going to hear that anywhere else. (laughs) No. Guaranteed. <laughs> that was the same lady that did the the, the drop spell. She's it? fantastic. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Forever more known as the Batcave. <laughs> oh. I am gonna play Dan West drop here real quick. I got to. Yeah. Straight out of England and into your ear pussies. He's a motherfucking Jedi. It's Dan West. I fucking love that. He's a motherfucking Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) All right, comic book movie uh, had uh, an article about a new trend that could catch on. It sounds like Batman v Superman will be getting a special seventy millimeter release. Yeah. 
It says, uh, if you're a Quentin Tarantino fan, you've no doubt already heard that the best possible way to see The Hateful Eight is in 70mm. Well, that may also be the case for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, according to a new report. Um, seeing a movie in 70mm is considered the best possible format by many, especially when a film is shot in 65mm. Of course, finding a screen that accommodates this can be a challenge, but Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight might just end up being a game changer. That could include a special run for Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, a movie which is no doubt going to have a huge sense of scale, especially after he shot parts of it in 65mm. With these projectors now operational and available, there's potential they could be used for future films beyond Tarantino's Roadshow, explains The Hollywood Reporter. Sources say Warner Brothers is considering the possibility of having a 70mm release for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, which was shot in part in 65mm IMAX and opens in March. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The thing is, more theaters need a 70-millimeter projection. Maybe this will open that door. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, Yeah. because where do you even go for that at this point? For us, it's Chicago. Chicago? Yep. Okay. Yeah. There's a few in... um, There's a few in California, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we'd have to drive three hours to go see one. Man, that sucks. Had you heard about um, Tarantino's film, The Hateful Eight, getting bopped out of the Arclight Dome? For Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about huh. that. That was bullshit because uh, I guess Disney threatened the Arclight and said if you don't play it in in the dome, then we're not going to let you play it at any of your theaters. So yeah. they said, fuck it, the contract with Tarantino. That's oh, wow. bullshit. Jeez. Yeah, I read that. Those yeah. Disney thugs. <laughs> <laughs> Got to milk that Star Wars money. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice if like we saw like uh, an increase of this because I think like the, what was it, the, the high frame rate? For the Hobbit movies, we yeah. saw a lot more theaters getting those kind of projectors too mm-hmm. that could carry the high frame rate. So yeah, that would be cool. Uh, Hateful Eight probably won't break the doors down, but I could see Batman v Superman being big enough that it might get a lot of theaters to embrace this technology. Hmm. I see Hateful Eight doing very well in theaters. I mean, Django oh, I and Shane did six hundred million. I mean, on a on a cheaper yeah. budget. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, yeah, as far as like promoting seventy millimeter, yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think um, Hateful Eight is kind of just kind of like I don't know wetting our appetites a little bit Mm -hmm. but if we hear that you can watch batman in 70 millimeter everybody's going to be like oh shit yeah let's get that projector now like how are we going to stand out over the other theaters why are people going to want to come to our theater oh do you want to see batman and v batman v superman the way it was supposed to be seen come here come here right so even though it's going to cost them a lot and right now hopefully in the long run it'll pay itself off yeah, exactly. So those projectors can't be cheap. Oh, no, not at all, not and, at all. And, and, you know, the more that the theaters can make it a separate experience from what you're seeing at home, the better. Yeah. So if they can do it, they should. They definitely should. That's your, That's yeah. it. Because they, I mean, you listen to anybody, they're telling you that the, the theater is going to be the way of the dodo bird. Mm-hmm. Because it's like one of these days everybody's going to have a home theater in their own house. Yeah, we're having we've got 4K TVs coming out. We've got we've got you're just going to be able to watch it like on demand at home. Like everybody's going to have a Roku box or an Apple TV or uh, Amazon Fire. Why go to the theater? They have to do something they different. Do, yeah, but you can watch 3D movies in your home right now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have to do something different. So yeah. t- taking something that's been around since like Ben Hur, yeah, bringing it back and touting that. The only way, guys. Star Wars was shot in film, but everybody had to show it digitally. Mm-hmm. Right. Only one theater, I don't know all over the country, but only one theater in Los Angeles actually had it on film that you could watch it at. Oh, wow. So wow. 
yeah, I mean, it's like, sure, would I have loved to see Star Wars shot on, like, with actually, like, them have it on a reel and film? I would have loved to have seen yeah, that. for sure. That's one way I'd like to see the movie. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to fucking fly out to L.A. I, and I don't know if, I don't know where they had it around. In Chicago, maybe, here? Yeah, Watching possibly. It? Yeah. But yeah, the more they can make it an experience, the more I'm going to go personally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that, I think it's a good move. I hope they, I hope more theaters do that for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So I mean, what, what's the benefit of filming in 65 and then projecting it in 70? It's a wider, it's a wider angle. Oh, okay. 65 millimeters the IMAX, but yeah. 70 is Panavision. What's okay. called Panavision? How yeah. they did Ben Hur. So it's just basically you're just seeing a wider angle. Oh, so that's actually bringing it back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Ben Hur. When you watch it at home, the black lines on the screen yeah. are insane. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was filmed in such a such a wide angle that it's seventy millimeter. Fun to watch right? because of yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Quentin Tarantino to film the Hateful Eight is using seventy millimeter lenses, but they're the actual same lenses that they used to fill Ben Hur. Mm-hmm. The same lenses. Shit. Yes. Wow. wow. Yes. The rumor is too. That not only is Batman v Superman going to be filmed in 70, mil- 70 millimeter, but I'm also hearing there's a chance that Rogue One is too. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, Fuck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That'll be wow. interesting. Yeah. That will be the true test for me. Although Hateful Eight might be the true test. I don't know. It's hard to say. Hateful Eight's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be it, a good test. Last time I checked, it had like a 90, 92% on uh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes yeah. for nice. people that have seen it. It, so. it might be a game changer, but Rogue One might be the one that mm-hmm. really breaks it through. Oh, my gosh. Who's it? It's got Walter Goggins in it, and I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. And, uh, Kurt, Russell Kurt Russell and uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, who's, uh, Madsen? Is it, what's his name? Michael, Michael Madsen. Madsen. Michael Madsen. Yeah. God, you can't go wrong with that great guy. Great cast, man. No, he's yeah. great. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. Winter Western. Yes. I fucking love it, man. I love Westerns as it is. Tim Roth. Tim Roth, oh, yes. Tim Roth. Yeah. Yeah. But in the fucking snow. I know. Oh, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> so the, cool. The thing is, it's like once that script got leaked, I never sought it out to read it. Right. I haven't, I haven't read yeah. it either. I, have no I think idea. they did. I think after it got leaked, I think they actually have like a, they had like a Hateful Eight live read. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. In LA. You know those live reads mm-hmm. that they do? I think they had like a Hateful Eight live read with okay. like different actors. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't want to look it up. I didn't want to look up the script. I want to know. I want to go in kind of, this is not Star Wars. No. I don't have to, I don't have to seek out spoilers for Hateful Eight. No. <laughs> well, a, a Tarantino movie relies so heavily on hearing the dialogue for the first time yes. in the movie. Yes. Like, that's like the appeal to a, right. A good Tarantino movie. If they recorded these live reads, would you guys like watch these on Netflix or rent these or even purchase them? Later on, yeah. Like I mean, after the fact. Depends on the movie. Yeah. Well Ghostbusters. No, I, I mean most of these live yeah. most of these live reads are old movies. I mean mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, like the live read that they had with Jack Black and Bill Hader and totally. those guys, I Seth Rogen. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, for Basically, sure. it's just them, Frank. They're on a stage, they're not dressed up in costume, they're right. just sitting in a chair reading lines. And I've never seen it. I, I guess I'd have to. I haven't either. It just it. it sounds fascinating though to hear lines from iconic characters being read by read, read by actors that love the source material. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, depending on the movie, depending yeah. on the cast, I, I would watch a few of those. Ellen Page did one of them, and she she took over a male role. Yeah. I can't remember which movie it was though, but she did one, and she took over a male role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd watch a whole series of those. We went from talking about DC news. It's a seventy millimeter. Yeah. 
to talking about live reads. They don't have any content. You can't. Yeah, one star. <laughs> Give us a one star. It took yeah. him ten minutes to talk about actual DC news. They're packing it with other content. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. And now, finally, we're going to be talking about more Star Wars. Star Wars. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I don't think we're going to be doing a show next week. No. No, yeah, we're not. That's right. Yeah, we're not going to do yeah, a show next week. Can't do it on that day. Taking so. Christmas off. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that, I just wanted to give everybody a heads up there. Um, Jake and I, we are beat this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. It's the busiest, like week week and a half of my job of the year for me so yeah. i'm just like Ugh. and i'm dude yeah uh, this week's kicked my ass too but it's been worth it every bit of it so oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's been a lot of fun yeah it's it, i just want to you know for our listeners uh i just want to thank you for bearing with us so <laughs> yeah uh i did get another uh gift here that i did want to open um this one comes from listener uh joe nito um, let me open this bad boy up. I have no idea what this is. He contacted me and said, can I send you something? So I was like, sure, yeah. Go ahead and send It's Christmas. This is the season. Thank you. Yeah. So let's see what we've got here from listener Joe Nito. Let me open this up. Oh, it looks like we've got some uh, different cards. Um, are they not addressed? Do they not have names no. on them? <laughs> Mystery cards. Oh, hold on. It comes with a letter here. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Hey guys, just wanted to send you a little something for the holidays to show my appreciation for the countless hours of fun and entertainment. I've been with you guys since episode 44 in May of 2014. Thank you for doing this podcast and avoiding all of those obnoxious sponsor segments. <laughs> I know that you all do... I lost audio. I'm still... Oh, okay. I lost oh. audio. Oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm out. I'm back. I'm out. That's weird. Hot, yeah, Joe, I'm glad I could give you my attention here. Hold on. There. <laughs> Classic moment. Yeah, I'm losing audio. I'm going to pause it. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm back. Kind of. That's weird. That's fine. Uh, oh, shit, I'm still fucking recording. <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. Whatever. Here, I'm leaving it in. I don't, I don't edit anything. So. Uh, I know that you all do this on your own time, and I've enjoyed every episode. Each one of you can pick any card you want. I didn't sign them, so you can keep it or re-gift it if you want. They all contain the same $20 gift card. Whoa, wow. So you can go buy some Star Wars shit or whatever else you need. Aw. Thanks again, and Merry Christmas from Joe Nito. Aww. Merry wow. fucking Christmas. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> so. Awesome. I left out and spoiler pussies not involved. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants the Ray card? And I'm going to have you open it up because I think, I think these are audio cards. Right here. Uh, she's alive on this one. <laughs> I know, I still want it. Okay. Oh, no, no. 
It's we... a, it, well, these are audio cards, so when you open it up, she's she's going to say something. Oh, God. Uh, who would like the... I want BB-8 if there's BB-8. I've got R2 and C-3PO. Ooh, maybe. Uh, and I also have Chewbacca. Ooh, can I get R2 and C-3PO? Yes, you can. Yay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That was, just, that was a sincere yay. I know it didn't sound like it, but it really was. He's just tired. He's so tired right now. Oh, it does have BB-8 on it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So mine has, uh, let's see here, a little holiday cheer. Need a little holiday cheer? Oh! Oh, my God. That's even greater in person than it was on the recording you made. So thank you, Joe. Wow. Awesome. Jay, stop fucking that card. <laughs> it's so lifeless. <laughs> it's so flat and dead like. <laughs> Inanimate. <laughs> I'm gonna open it. <laughs> Must just be the theme song, huh? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, here we go. Let's open mine. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. That's perfect for you. Oh no, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry awesome. Christmas, Greg. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. Oh, thank you so Merry much. Christmas, Leftover Army, because we're not going to have another episode before Christmas. So yeah. I want to wish all of you guys a, a Merry Christmas. I and, and you know what? For the life of me, I don't know why I didn't play this. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I am going to keep playing it right now because oh, I don't man. think I, I don't think uh, we're done with uh, gifts. Oh, I think wow. Dan, you said you said something. Yeah, yeah, we're not quite done. Uh, me and Jared Gafford have actually uh, kind of uh, you know teamed up to get. I'm sorry, guys, but it's only Brian this time. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Brian a gift. Uh, wow, you, you know that um, Jared is got the kickstarter for renegade at the moment oh yeah yeah and you guys are talking about it on the special episode absolutely and you went through the uh, different rewards and things like that yes top reward had been taken yes uh, but the second like the last reward was to get your likeness in the comic shut the hell up <laughs> and i had a word with jared right because you said that if you could scrape the money together then you would definitely definitely do it right well me and jared had a bit of a chat and I managed to convince him to put me in the comic and you in the comic. Oh, oh wow. So awesome. and he says that he may even do it Star Wars themed as an Easter egg to these episodes. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> he said that we can talk to him and we can tell him, like, what we want to be doing. Like, as in, like, we could have, like, lightsabers hanging from our belts. We could be, like, dueling in the street. Oh. Whatever we wanted, basically. So that's that's our gift to you. Thank you so uh, much. So you will now be immortalized in a comic. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank That's you awesome. so much. You're very welcome. And it's just a thank you from me and him, basically, for the show and like putting in so much hard work over all these years and keeping everybody entertained. For I mean, I've been listening for like two and a half, three years yeah. now. About how long you guys have been doing this? And uh, you know, it's just a big thank you from us, basically, dude. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Jared. You're welcome. Yeah. And if you haven't um, donated to Jared's Kickstarter, please do so. Um, there's plenty of rewards that are still left. Just go to um, – just look up Renegade uh, under Kickstarter. 
Yeah. It'll take you right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says Renegade Comic. And listen to our Renegade episode if you want to know more about that. But I cannot thank you enough. That's awesome. I've always wanted to see myself in a comic get Man, killed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can have Dan, like, stabbing you with the lightsaber. Yes. Like, we'll try what that in. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, awesome. Thank you so much. That's okay, man. Merry Christmas. Thank you. All right, guys. So what we're going to do now is we are going to jump into uh, Star Wars news. What's Amisa saying? You were supposed to be here with me listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. All right, guys. Fucking so- Luke. <laughs> Whiny little girl. <laughs> Jesus. We're actually we're, what we're gonna do first is we're gonna actually jump into some uh, Star Wars emails. Uh, some of these emails, I, I I don't know, they could contain some Star Wars: The Force Awakens spoilers. Uh, so I just want to give out that warning. This is a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned. Spoiler pussies. <laughs> the first one is... Oh, guys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> get it in. <laughs> the first one, it's not an email. It's uh, actually uh, Pete's Tweets. Nice. I thought I saw a pudding cat. Pete's Tweets. <laughs> All right. First one is Pete's Tweets. He says, at PC Leftovers, fuck, Mary kill, Star Wars edition, Asajj Ventress, Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> and, and again, Jabba the Hutt. Oh, oh, oh. Dan, Frank, you guys can jump in on this. <laughs> this is kind of a new thing that we've been doing. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill with uh different uh, three different people. I got I got this. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. All right. I'm, I'm killing Jabba. Yeah. Because I mean I'm not marrying marrying Jabba. I'm again. Not, yeah. You I'm, married him last time. Yeah, we're we're call, we, yeah. Yeah, I signed the annulment. We're we're, at, we're getting a divorce. I'm keeping all my money. So you're gonna you're gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill Jabba. Okay. All right, and I am going to marry Shimmy Skywalker. Shimmy, Shimmy, Shimmy Pop Coco Pop. Shimmy or whatever. Shmi. Uh, Shmi from uh, Hook. Shimmy, <laughs> Shimmy. <laughs> we are not going to be doing the Shimmy because I am marrying her. She seems like she'd be, you know, subservient. Pretty much do whatever I want. Yeah, so it's a good one to marry. And then, wow. I'll, and then I'll have, I'll fuck Ventress. Fifty grades of Shmi. <laughs> <laughs> she she seems like she'd be kind of freaky deaky. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Vent. You're gonna stick your lightsaber in her vent? Yes, oh. yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh all right, fuck Mary Kill. Uh Jabba. Um I'm gonna fuck Jabba. I just <laughs> I need something new. I don't even know. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> what goes where? I don't, I don't know. know. Let's try. Interested. It. At that size, you don't even got to worry about a fucking anything. You just grab a couple mm. of handfuls and you know just go to town. I guess. Yeah, you can do the skin flaps and what. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. Leia killed him. He's already it. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pluses here. <laughs> gotta kill him first, then I'll fuck him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to marry Ventress, man. She's also, you know, an, an intriguing 
an intriguing uh, woman to me, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to spend my life with someone like that, you know. Maybe <laughs> she'll teach me to be more powerful or more, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I like her a lot, you know. Um, yeah, I guess I'm killing Smee. I, or, I don't know who the fuck she is anyway. Shimmy. Shimmy. <laughs> Shimmy's Jimmy yeah. Coco Pop. <laughs> shimmy, Shimmy Brad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm killing her, so I, I don't know. I, no loss, I don't think, is there? No. Am I missing out? No. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll kill her. You don't know who it is? Yeah, no. Uh, it's Anakin's mom. Anakin's mom. Oh, her mom. Oh, his mom. Her mom. His yeah. mom. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, she's going to go anyway. <laughs> she's not trying to get out of her situation. So what did you do with her? I killed her. Okay, yeah. shimmy your ass on over here. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> shimmy your ass on over here. <laughs> And she would do it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. She would. She's, like you said, she's subservient. Yeah. She's not trying to change, all right? Yeah. So not a strong person. Yeah. <laughs> Weed out the week. You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, shit. I'm really fucking shallow. I'd kill Jabba, and I would marry Shmi, and I would fuck Ventress because she's small. <laughs> <laughs> she's very tall. What? What you get? You, okay, Jabba's a dude. I can't fuck that. And even if it wasn't a dude or if I was into that sort of thing, he's fucking fat. I ain't doing that. And then Shmi's an old, wrinkled-up fucking bitch. I mean, you, you, it's not like you can go fucking visit. It's not like visit or cook for was an option. It's fuck, marry, kill. And I I mean, I don't want to kill her. I love the... I don't uh, want to fuck her. I love, <laughs> so by default, I got to marry her. I love your sensitive comments. Shmi's a wrinkled-up old bitch. <laughs> this might be a bad game for Frank to take. Jeez, <laughs> just being honest, man. What you want me to? I heard. You want hey. me to? You want me to fuck a bag of raisins? <laughs> Dude, Halloween's all fucking dry and harsh too, man. You wouldn't fucking try to fucking put your shit in there. Uh, well, come on, let's end the drought. <laughs> <laughs> Dan West, are you ready, my man? Uh, you're going to have to actually refresh my memory about who Ventress is. Ventress is uh, from the Clone Wars. Uh, okay. She's she's the the white bull chick. Yes. Right? yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So it's... Oh, she's bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is... Come on, you could fuck evil Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm talking it's about. Gonna, it's going to be it's gonna be Kill Jabba. Okay, Kill it's Jabba. It's going to be fuck um, uh, Shimmy. <laughs> shimmy. 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 It will always be shimmy from here on in. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be Mary Ventress. Okay. There you go. All right. Guys, uh, I am going to uh I I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fuck Shmi. Shmi did not get any ass to have Anakin. No, yeah, that's it was right. an immaculate birth. Yeah. Ah, that's true. So, man, dude, I'm you know what? I'm I'm going to make Shmi shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> under the covers. I'm I'm tapping that shmi ass, and you know I mean it's like it's in a, in a way I'm 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 fucking the force. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know Yoda. Yeah, he he yammers on and on about the force does this and the force does that. Yeah, whatever Yoda. I'm fucking the force, man. <laughs> Holy shit! I got my dick in it. <laughs> oh god! You get midi chlorians yeah. all over your shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, That's a good question. It really doesn't matter what I do after that because I've 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 lived the dream. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, me and her, I'm I'm gonna have like the Kama Sutra. We're gonna do every position. Oh, Jesus, oh, dude, I'm giving I'm giving fucking Shmi like the full fucking service. <laughs> she deserves it, man. She gave birth to that kid, and and I mean, he fucking almost took over the entire. Uh, dude, I'm giving it. To and her. she's been a slave, so it's not like she's gonna tell you no. Right. She's not that unattractive either. I she's not a wrinkled old old. I'm going to take her down to the Tashi station. Yeah. What we're going to do, uh, once we're at the Tashi station, she's going to get a full makeover. Oh, oh she's, she'll look great. She's going to feel so pretty about herself. And then I, I, I'm, we're going to, you know what I mean? She's going to feel so pretty about herself. Yeah. And then we're, we're just going to do shit that you could never tell anybody about. <laughs> <laughs> Two Scott Walkers, here. one yeah. This bump for this answer. This bump, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, she got to put up with that kid all damn day. Oh god, she needs. Yeah, she. My needs, name's Anakin, <laughs> and I'm a person. Yeah. No, man, I'm gonna make her feel like a woman again. Nice. There you go. There's yeah, you go. I'm gonna play some soft music, <laughs> and I'm gonna show her my hard cock. Annie, <laughs> Annie, where, Annie, where'd my dildo go? I'm building a robot, Mom. C-3PO is gonna be. Like, oh goodness! <laughs> oh my! What's going on here? <laughs> R2 is going to be showing the holographic image for like five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Wrong hologram, R2. Wrong hologram. <laughs> the Death Star plan. Not that. not that one. I'm still going to marry Jabba. He, he throws. He well, he still throws really good parties. He's always got a you know good group of people around him. It'll be a lot of fun. We could spend time together. He's a wealthy guy. He's That's a wealthy guy. Money. Got a lot of money. We could spend a lot of time together and get to know a lot of different other aliens and shit, yeah. you know. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to kill Asajj Ventress. Yeah. So, yeah. You'll be doing the galaxy a favor. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. Next one comes from uh, – what do we got here? This is a Wayne Brunius email, it looks like. Um it's a fuck, Mary kill, but I'm going to read what he says here first. He says, I'm so excited for The Force Awakens tomorrow. I'm already looking to, uh, looking to see it either Friday morning or Sunday. So he hadn't seen it yet when he sent this, but he sent us a fuck, Mary kill. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor. It's a Star Wars edition. The Grand Inquisitor. These are all from Rebels. The Fifth Brother or the Seventh Sister. Mm. Wow. So fuck, Mary kill. If you don't know who they are, you don't have to take part in this one. Okay. Okay. I am going to... Ah oh, shit! What am I gonna do here? I'm gonna go ahead and kill the um, the the brother, the fifth, fifth brother. brother. Yeah, I'm that's gonna... fucking thank this we, again. We all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get that out of the way. We're he's all dead. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. I'm the fifth brother. <laughs> he won't even know it too. I, I'll like I'll give him a lightsaber and tell him to look in the hole and hit the button. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not do it. Yeah, for the pretty lights. Yeah. I can't get this to work. Oh, okay, Jake. <laughs> 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 That'll be that. I would, Instead I would, of it, it should be the, the Tweedledum and Tweedle, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, right? Yeah. yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's dumb, yeah. I'm the fifth brother. <laughs> I'm the muscle. <laughs> Look at my muscles. <laughs> I'm going to marry the, the first Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. He's the one that's the... Um, He's got the he's bald with the white face too. Mm-hmm. He's what Jason Isaacs is that or what? What's the who's the voice that does him? I don't, I don't know, know, man. It's someone famous. You're gonna you're gonna do what with him though? I'm gonna marry him. Oh, you're gonna marry him. I'm gonna marry him, and then I am going to fuck the seventh sister because I mean that's as close as I'm coming to fucking Buffy Summers. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing it. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Grand Inquisitor, fifth brother, seventh sister. Well, we've already killed the fifth brother. Uh, yeah. Given. He's done. Given. All, all three yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> I already got killed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fuck the Grand Inquisitor because I think he's going to try and fuck me if I don't fuck him first. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Wow. One way or another. Yeah. Like, it, whether he's going to try and kill me, that's the right. same thing. Um, and then I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to marry the seventh sister. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to marry the seventh sister because mm-hmm. it's, it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Come on. There's, yeah. there's no way around that, right? Yeah. We can't, I can't wrap my head around her being anything but Sarah Michelle Gellar, so I'm marrying her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that who does the She's voice? She's fit. Yeah, yeah, she does yes. the voice. Uh, and this, uh, is a Reb- this is Rebels? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah we don't Freddie Prince Jr., her husband, is the voice of Kanan, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I'd make him watch. Yeah. <laughs> As I married her, oh <laughs> Not, I didn't fuck her. Remember? I've only seen the first season. We don't have the second one over in the UK. Ah, oh, so yeah. good, so good. All right. After I get done with the seventh sister, they're gonna call her the sixty ninth sister <laughs> because I'm fucking the shit out of her. Yeah, I hear that. And, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I guess that leaves me. I, I'm just gonna marry the Grand Inquisitor. You know, I'm just. It all just leads to me banging. You know, the seventh sister. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Gives new meaning to force choke. Oh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna bang her seventy nine times. Uh, no, I'm gonna bang her s- nine times. That'll get me to sixty three. Yeah. Okay. And then another additional six. That'll get me to sixty nine. Right. Yeah, get that additional six. Yeah. Sixty nine is not the position. This is how many times I'm gonna have sex with the woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So let's do the math here, people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> brain dead. Useless piece of shit. Fucking brain dead piece of shit. <laughs> next, uh, next email comes from. Oh, no, Frank, jump in on these guys. No, they don't know who they are. Uh, I don't know. Right. I'm not caught up with rebels yet. Let's just assume that Frank's gonna fuck all three of them. <laughs> Next one comes from Cody Shackelford. Uh, hi, Leftovers. I'm excited to see the movie tonight. I thought it was time to let you know my opinion where you are wrong in your spoiler episode. Remember this guy? Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. So basically, he says, uh, first, there is no way this movie doesn't open with the classic starship in the space shot. We were wrong about that. Mm-hmm. All that stuff about the lightsaber landing on Jakku and the vicar making a space phone call to the Resistance is not going to be on screen. It was taken out of the movie. It was part of a story, though. It, it was part of the story yeah. originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, this is stuff that was taken out. Poe doesn't hear this. He gets this wrong. Poe doesn't escape with Finn. And yeah, he sh- does. Yes, he does, Chief. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm not sure how Poe gets out. Well, we do now. He does escape with Finn. Uh, Han Solo isn't on Jakku. The shot of him and Chewie from the trailer where Han says we're home doesn't make sense if they are on Jakku. Why would they be excited to be back on the Falcon if they had just left it? So, yeah, that is true. Yes. That is true. Uh, we never said that they were on Jakku. We said the Falcon was on Jakku. Yes. We said that they were up in the freighter making the deal. Correct? Was Correct. That? Yeah. Okay. yeah, you're right. Okay, but we were still wrong. So You'll have that. Other than that, you're probably right about – in order for the Falcon to get on Jakku, we assume that they were at one time on Jakku. Yes. That they went up in another ship to the freighter, so we were wrong. Other than that, you're probably right about pretty much everything. I don't know about Han dying. Not sure if I buy that, but – it would make sense if it happened. You buy it now. Yeah. Yeah. Han dies. <laughs> May the force be with you, Cody. So Nice. Uh, nice. Cody, Mr. Know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you got wrong, leftovers. Fancy pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't hang your hat on that Poe escaping with Finn shit, though, buddy. <laughs> don't hang your hat there, Chief. <laughs> Thank you for the email, though. I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'm glad you're listening. Michael Wright. I have uh, yeah, this is from Michael Wright. I have a question on how the dark on on how the on how the I can't read this sentence. Jesus Christ, Michael, what grammar? Michael, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I have a question on the how dark Kylo Ren was part of your discussion. Okay, are we sure he isn't darker than we thought? My take on the Han Ren bridge talk was that Ren always intended to kill Han. When they're talking about Ren's pain, I think Han misunderstood what Ren was talking about. I think the pain wanted to get rid, uh, the pain Ren wanted to get rid of was Han himself, and he fully intended to kill him the entire time. I believe that yes, that was what the intention was, but I still think that there was a struggle within him, yeah. and, and it goes back to the whole scene where he's actually talking to the Vader mask, and yes. he says he feels the light side trying to ke- creep in, and he would say stuff like, show me the dark side again, show me the dark side again, and um, so I think he knew what he needed to do. In the novelization of the book, it actually says that Snoke says, you need to succeed where Vader failed, meaning Vader failed to kill Luke. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to succeed and move on with your training, you have to do what he couldn't do. Yeah. You need to kill your father. I still think that there was a struggle within him, though. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got the line about him trying to not be seduced by the light side. We even got that from Snoke. Yeah. And Leia. Yeah. And Leia. Leia says she felt the good in him yes. still. Yeah. Leia kind of set Han up to die, right? She knew he yeah. was dying. She had, right? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. No, I, I'm saying she set him up. Yeah. She, she yes. felt that in her heart. Okay, okay. But. Well, she sent him, though, because she said she felt the good in him. So, I don't know. She sent him to get her son back. Yeah, right. exactly. I honestly think that if she if he would have came back, I think that, they, that that Han wanted to be a happy family yeah. again. Oh, I think he did, yeah. too. I yeah. think he did, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I see what Michael's saying. I mean, that's kind of what makes the Han death scene so powerful is you can read it both ways with what Kylo Ren is saying to Han. Like when he's asking Han mm-hmm. for his help. He could be meaning help mm-hmm. by le- by letting me kill you, yeah. yeah. Or he or he could actually yes. be meaning you know possibly help me not do what I have to do. Right. I think I think it was uh, the first one. Yeah, I think so too to kill you, but it was still a struggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was. I, he knew what he had to do. He knew he had to kill him because mm-hmm. Snoke. That's what him and Snoke always talk about. It was kind of symbolic too because we talked a little bit about it after one of the viewings that uh, right before that scene. Poe says that uh, we have to get this done before they drain the power of the sun because while it's still light, there's still hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately after that you had the scene with Han and Kylo. Yes. And as soon as the light went out of the sun mm-hmm. and the only light there was was the red from the saber, that was when he went in and killed Han. Yeah, yeah you had that get the sun, the sun went out and then the, you saw like that red hue mm-hmm. over Kylo's face. Mm-hmm. We knew what was going to happen right yeah. then and there. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's beautiful. Like, even if you didn't have it spoiled, like, it was kind of telegraphed that that was about ready to happen. Yeah. That's I think the whole movie. so powerful. The whole movie telegraphed that oh, yeah. his yeah. death. I mean, for the fact that uh, just that Ray could understand Chewie, mm-hmm. Han later saying that he's kind of taken a liking to you, yeah. him offering her a job. It was basically setting up Ray to be the pilot of the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Huey's next life partner. Because you think about it, like, you know, 
Han and Chewie, that's, that's, that's Chewie's life partner. And, yeah. and, and, uh, Han knows he can't be around forever. Right. And he sees this girl coming along and Chewie takes a shining to him. So, you know. Yeah, because I mean, Chewie's not even halfway through his life yet, is he? He's, like, He's 234 yeah. years old. Wookiees can live to be anywhere between 500 to 600 years old. He's still relatively young Wookiee. Wow. That's wild. It's super sad, like, too. Like, we won't ever see a Han Londo scene together. We will. <laughs> the anthology oh, film. The anthology. Thank yeah. God, yeah. Even a Han Luke scene. Oh, right. that, yeah. That's yeah. huge, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time Han kept saying, He's lost. He's lost. He didn't have any hope himself. And I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure he had hope when he walked out to talk to him. I think he was just doing it for Leia. I think the reason it took him a while, he wanted to look at him. I think it it took him a while before he yelled out, Ben. Mm -hmm. I think he was thinking to himself, am I doing the right thing? Is there still light in him? Leia said, yes, there's still light in him. There's still hope. I want my son back. And so I think he was contemplating that before he stepped out on the bridge. That's a good point. There was hesitance. Yes, yeah. there was. Especially in the second viewing, mm-hmm. I noticed that. Like, well, he we, waited. We saw hesitance when he was carrying Ray. Yeah, he didn't want it. He, he was just like, no, right. I don't want anything to yeah. do with this. Okay, so th- when b- when he saw that, when he saw when he saw Kylo holding Ray, walking her into Kylo's ship, yes. the first thing he's making a beeline, he sees Leia Organa's ship coming arriving on Takadana, yeah. mm-hmm. and he sees that ship. Finn says something about like uh you know they took her they took her and uh he he just kind of like brushes him off and says I know I know yeah. and then and then he walks by him he's it's not that he's not worried about Ray it's that he just saw his son yeah. for the yeah. first time in years and he knows now that he sees Leia coming it's like dad's got to have a talk with mom yeah. yeah I I know I understand dude I understand Ray's gone but I just saw my fucking son. That's a good fucking point. Yeah. I mean, as soon as we're on this subject, it was something I wanted to bring up. It was actually from David Isaac on yeah. Facebook. Um, and he said that he was uh, shocked that they named him Ben because uh, he said, I'm an EU fan and Luke and Mara Jade named their kid Ben. Yeah. And yeah. seeing as Leia never even met Ben and Han thought he was a nut, so Ben seems an odd choice for a name other than as a nod to the EU from JJ. Hmm. And, I mean, I didn't... Uh, when I actually heard it on screen, I was just like, I was like, oh, that's so cool, he's called Ben! But um, now he said that, I was just like, yeah, that that's exactly how it goes. You know, I mean, aside from when they rescue Leia in A New Hope, she only sees, she only gets to the, the Falcon, and, and then Ben gets cut down. That's mm-hmm. the only time she ever really meets him. She doesn't actually meet him, she just sees him die. And and Han just thought he was this crazy old man. So well, it just seems weird. I think Han does a, has a one eighty on what he thinks about Ben Kenobi, though. <clears throat> I think Luke is the reason for his one eighty. That's why I thought as well. Yeah, man. I think Luke is the yeah. one that tells Han what Ben actually did. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Ben sacrificed his life so Han could live and yeah. get away. Yeah, exactly, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, that's a really. Well, we were point. talking about that too, but it would have made in, to to me it would have made more sense for. Han and Leia to name their son Luke as opposed to Ben in that case. Yeah. It, se- it still seems like if if that was the way they were going to go with the sentiment. Not if you're I making a movie. Not, I was thinking the same thing. If you're making a movie and you've got two characters named Luke. I know, but still. It just seems Well, then shut the fuck odd. up. 
I've got, I've got a question since we're on the, the, the high death He's topic. like, well, I know. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I even fucking turn up? I know. <laughs> See, the, the thing that, that, that Frank doesn't understand is that I actually feed off people telling me to fuck off. <laughs> That's like, I'm like Pac-Man. I gobble that shit up. You were slaughtering that game at Beercade last night. <laughs> Do you think it's possible when Han... W- confronted Kylo Ren that Han fully knew that Kylo Ren was going to kill him and that Han was willing to make that sacrifice knowing that it possibly could be like a first step in Kylo Ren eventually coming back? There's, um, I, I think that he thought there could be two outcomes, but he's willing to take the risk. And the fact that, um, that, that he touched his face yeah, right before he went down, I think you thought the light side bothered Kylo before, mm-hmm. have that image pop up in your head, Kylo. Yeah, yeah that's going to yeah. fuck with him. It's going to really fuck with him. Yeah, absolutely. That was the second time that I cried in the Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I, Han was super brave on that part. I mean, yeah. you got to respect him. It definitely is a really powerful scene, a scene deserving of a character like Han Solo. Yeah. I think his death, like it wasn't... It wasn't a cop out. It wasn't cheesy. Like it, it really played really well. Mm-hmm. Like a death deserving of one of the greatest heroes in the history of fiction. We got the Chewie roar. Yeah, yeah. and I was I, I was happy that Chewie actually got to shoot him at least once in the kidneys. Fuck yeah, yeah. that was so good. So and then he tore apart a couple stormtroopers. Oh too, god, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I think it was seven. In the yeah, he just kept he, going. He fucking tore that place apart. Lovely. As soon yeah. as he was through that door, he blew the fucking place to pieces. Which just is different from the EU, where Han actually watches Chewie die. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. So. Yeah, great scene. I mean, I think it'll go down in the history of it was a hugely memorable scene. Oh, yeah. It was just wish, beautifully oh, shot as well. It was beautifully shot. Oh, um, yeah. Gorgeous. I just wish that the music was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it needed an oomph. And I was telling Dan, upon third viewing, I really appreciated Ray's theme. Oh, I yes, agree. I agree. Yes. And it comes up later in the movie. Yeah. Ray's theme is the only piece of music, except for maybe the music within Mas Kanata's castle, like yeah. the whole bar cantina scene. Oh, yeah, the know. kind of like reggae beat they had going on. I enjoyed really it. Good. I like that. Yeah. But Ray's theme, like when it comes up, like it even comes up at Starkiller Base when she's like climbing, like she sees yeah. the stormtroopers and she's climbing down trying to get rid of, they have Ray's theme playing in the background. I'm like, <clears throat> Wow, I'm brought back into the music. I really like this theme. Yeah, it's a really good one. I've listened to the soundtrack two times through now, and that is some of the most powerful stuff. Yeah. It's the Ray stuff. Yeah. It's real fluty and really light and whimsical and fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good stuff. Um, let's see here. Any, anything else that we need to talk about with, uh, with, uh, Ren's pain? Let's, yeah, you know what? I, I was going to bring it up later, but let's talk about it now. We'll jump into these emails a little bit more. Why do you think that Kylo Ren was punching himself? Yeah. Uh, I think that is because he was like uh, punching himself to feel pain and it was almost like charging his emotions. So he was like better in the fight. He was kind of getting more and more pissed off. Right. But also it that's the only reason that um, Ray and Finn managed to defeat him was because he was wounded. Because there's no way in hell that untrained people with a lightsaber could take him out. And I mean, as we found out on like our second and third viewing, he was trained by Luke. Mm-hmm. But... 
Yeah. I think Luke trained him more in the ways of the Force. Yeah, definitely. I don't think that he was trained so much. I think he learned that with his training with the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. if oh, okay. I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't think – I think Luke is more of the – because we saw him. He's really good. Kylo is really good at like the, the Force choke and holding so people good. in like in place. I don't yeah. even know what to call that. Yeah. I completely agree with you, the, Brian. Like a Force – Force paralysis. Yeah, Force paralysis. Yeah. Much like Yoda trained Luke, like he never trained Luke how to use the fucking lightsaber. Yes, yeah, that's right. yes, right. Kenobi is more of your jeweler swashbuckler. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm thinking that's how Luke is, and 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 I'm also kind of going on like statements that 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 um, Mark Hamill has had in the past. Yeah. After he got done filming Return of the Jedi, one of the things, things that he said that was the hardest for him was learning the choreography for the lightsaber battles. And he would hope that by the time that they got to like episode seven, if he was ever in those films, that they, that he would be more of a wizard. Okay. And not more so, you know, a lightsaber type of, you know, yeah. a flashy kind of, uh, swashbuckler. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of like maybe Ryan Johnson ultimately a decision's up to him because mm-hmm. it's his movie, him and, him and Kasdan. I think that they came to that conclusion. Like, yeah, absolutely. Let's make you more of like the kind of like, you know, using like the force and all this telekinetic powers instead. And I think Kylo, if he got trained from Luke, that's where most of his training went into. I still think that Kylo is really raw when it comes to that saber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Power and ferocity. Yeah. Yeah. His style is fantastic. And I I mean, what people people are calling that the cross saber, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a claymore, like an old sort of like medieval sword. Big broad sword. Yeah. And... He just beats the hell out of people with that. It's like it's it's not flashy. He's just trying to break their guard. So even if they do like try and deflect it, sometimes the blade is going to go through and it's just going to cut them to pieces. Well, when Finn is like up against the tree and he starts to uh, tilt it, you know what? Mm. And Finn screaming as it's going through his yeah, shoulder. Man. I cheered at that part because that is a total fuck you to all the nays- naysayers yeah. that didn't like that design, that lightsaber. But that is exactly why that is a crosssaber mm-hmm. yeah. because he can use right. it for that exact reason. And yep. you can watch too when Ray's fighting with him and the camera pans back. The the length of that thing, it's almost half and again as long as what the blue lightsaber alludes to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get in close to try to use the blue one, but just the fucking sheer length and the speed at which the end of that thing is going to be mm-hmm. moving when he's flipping it around is nuts. It's a good point. Yeah. Back to uh, Kylo punching himself, and he's not, he's not punching himself in the chest. This is not fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> to get himself. Wound. Yeah. He's actually punching himself in the wound that Chewie gave him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two times that he did it that I noticed the first time he punched himself right after he mentioned his father yeah mm-hmm. okay if he's fighting the light side finding his father so when he said his father's name he punched it is he trying to like anger the dark side and trying to focus on that not focus on the fact that he just killed his dad yeah okay. I think you're right well that number two the physical pain is kind of like you get pissed off when you feel it anyway sure sure so I mean it's just him trying to like hulk up but watch this movie again when he says his father's name, right after he says a sentence about his father's name, he punches it. The second time he punches it is right after he, he strikes down Finn in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does something to another character. Um, it hurts somebody else. And uh, instead of maybe even feeling any remorse, he starts hitting that wound again. Oh, so maybe he's like trying to cover up the fact that like, you know, he's feeling his conscience is sort of like feeling something. Yeah. So he's like just smacking himself. 
as to like kind of almost overwhelm what he's feeling that yeah. he's done this terrible yeah, yeah. thing and he's just trying right. to fucking ignore it he's by overwhelming pissed off yeah. it's feeling good thoughts it's, yeah. yes it's <laughs> pretty just much a, it's like yeah. a, it's a theory of mine I understand what you're saying Frank like he wants to feel pain yeah. is that what you're saying he's using that pain to like get pissed off a lot of people when they get hurt it yeah. just makes them even more mad yeah. that's why I referenced the Hulk because I think you're kind of thing. both right it's though. a combination of both those things yeah, actually yeah, yeah. because yes. it'll cover that focusing on that will cover up any other thoughts that he's got yeah. right it's fucking ow right <laughs> yeah um, <coughs> excuse me guys mm. uh, next uh, email comes from Finn Dietz Creek the Force Awakens is an absolute Tupperware. P.S. Dan is the man. Oh, I love you, Finn. <laughs> hey, uh, what was that thing you said at the beginning of the podcast? Bono is dancing. <laughs> and Finn just retracted that statement. <laughs> See you, Finn. <laughs> hey, you didn't say that when I put his name at the end of that video. <laughs> That's, dude, that was hilarious, by the way. I, I still got to paste, uh, post that on the page for everybody. Uh, next email comes from, uh, did, oh, this is a follow-up. We already read a Wayne Brunius email. Another. Yeah, this guy, man, I'm telling you. He saw the movie. He saw the movie. Now, Wayne Wayne Brunius says, hello, leftovers, and happy Star Wars weekend. So I went to see The Force Awakens yesterday, and I was not prepared for the stupid bitch behind me to be (laughs) kicking my chair the whole movie. Oh, no. No. I almost got up and went to the 2D showing down the hall. But I had been sitting in that theater since 4 p.m. and wasn't giving up my prime seat. Wow. I'm planning on seeing it again. First showing Sunday morning in IMAX, and I fully expect to tear up again at the last scene. So I just found out that the IMAX at the New Orleans Aquarium recently rebranded, and as a result, they had to send the IMAX 70mm projector that they had back to the IMAX. Good thing a local AMC stepped up and would be playing 70 millimeter Hateful Eight starting on Christmas Day. Awesome. awesome. Wow. He's, yeah. lucky. He's lucky. Very lucky. So I will be seeing that sometime next week, along with Joy, Concussion, and that Tina Fey movie. <laughs> <laughs> that Tina Fey movie. Not that we think it's going to be bad. It was just kind of a joke at the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was one of the new films opening, and we were like, yeah, we're all here to see Sisters. <laughs> I was trying Tina to start Fey. Tina Fey chants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, so he gives us an F. Mary Kill. It's not Star Wars related, but it's uh, Star- South Park related. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. F. Mary Kill, Miss Chokes on Dick, Mrs. Garrison, and Cartman's mom. <laughs> I don't know who Miss Chokes on Dick is. She's uh, oh, Mr. Mackey. Likes to have sex with her, and she's got like uh, floppy tits past her knees. Okay. Yeah, and eyes like mine. She was the principal, <laughs> wasn't she, for a while? Uh, no, she, she was she, their teacher. She yeah, was their teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, and yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, <laughs> chokes on a dick. I'm gonna fuck Cartman's mom. She's promiscuous. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're I not know. The only one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go in there. <laughs> see, what, see what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what all the hype's about. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Miss Ch- Shiza video. <laughs> yeah, Shiza. You gonna shit on her, Jay? No. That's a rim job. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I'm gonna kill Miss Chokes on Dick. I mean, there's it's, there's nothing appealing about Miss Chokes on Dick. Okay. Nothing appealing. Who am I marrying? Uh, Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. I don't yeah. know. That's okay. Fine. Is it Mrs. Garrison when uh, Mr. Yeah. Garrison had a sex change? Yeah, transgender yeah. Mr. Right. Garrison. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he get switched back, though? Yeah, he's back now. Best of both worlds right there, so. Oh, yeah. It's marriage. This, I'm going to have that. <laughs> they I'm, left the vagina so he can go fuck himself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have Mr. Hat eat my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mr. Hayat. Okay. Okay. What was the name of the fucking gerbil that went on Mr. Slave's ass? Mr. Twiddlywinks or... Lemmy Winks! Lemmy Winks! Oh my god. Yeah, classic. Shout. <laughs> J- Jake, you're not a big South Park guy, so you don't have to do this if you don't. Yeah, want to I, don't, I, 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 I just don't know who these people are. I yeah. know Garrison. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I ever seen Carmen's mom. What? Whoa. Have you ever even seen the show? Yeah, I've seen the show, but it's probably been like I watched the first like three seasons, so it's been She's like over ten episode. years. She's yeah. in a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I didn't oh even yeah, sound like an ass when I asked that. Oh, you did. <laughs> you did. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll fuck Cartman's mom. I mean, fuck. I mean, if, as long as I can feel the sides and finish. Uh-huh. There's no guarantee of that. But, uh, and then, yeah. Uh, 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 I'm going to marry Miss Chokes on Dick because I just there's something weird about Mrs. Garrison, Mr. Garrison, whatever he decides to be this day. So, yeah, I'm going to marry Miss Chokes on Dick and kill Mrs. Garrison and fuck Cartman's mom. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Dan, are you going to do this one? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I can. I'm going to to marry Mrs. Garrison uh, because I think he'll be great in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fuck Miss Chokes on Dick. (laughs) So I want to see what that's about. And, uh, and I'm going to kill Cartman's mum just because there is no fucking protection you could use to stop you getting all of that shit off of her. Yeah, wow. Well, I think Dan's oh. made the smartest choice. Yeah. That was very logical. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like six degrees of Charlie Sheen and Cartman's mom, and they're all linked to everybody. <laughs> I am going to. <clears throat> this chokes on this. She's got the real long, yeah. floppy. Kind of baggy. Yeah. I'm yeah, this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna have some foreplay with her. We're gonna play double dutch with her tits, <laughs> and then I'm gonna fuck her. I'm gonna be uh, yeah. So uh, be careful googling that, Jake. You don't know what you're gonna come up with. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> chokes on dick. Oh, there we go. And uh, I will. Uh, I will. I am not going to marry Cartman's. Mom. <laughs> I'm not going to marry Cartman's mom uh-huh. because then you've got. Cartman yeah. as your stepson. Oh, that's awesome. He's so turning into chili. He'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that fucker will kill you. He'll ya. be dead. So I will uh, I will marry Miss Garrison and then kill Cartman's mom. There you go. So yeah. uh, Cartman probably won't mind. So. No. Uh, <laughs> It's all right. He's a bastard. It's all right. Mrs. Cartman and fuck both of us at the same time, Jay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. We'll have to flip a coin for heads or tails. <laughs> That's the way that Jake was actually physically repulsed by the picture of his coach on day. He actually bent away from his phone. Ew. That did happen. <laughs> oh, guys. I'm sorry, but uh, I do have an email from Chris Hohola. Oh, man. We're tired, though. <laughs> We're so tired. <laughs> so we're going to skip it and move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was like a fucking caffeine shot. <laughs> it's actually not that long. What's up, Leftovers and Mr. Dan West? I, I just wanted to say great job on the Star Wars Force Awakens review. I really enjoyed it and was so happy to hear Dan on the show as well as Frank. For me, the movie was a high-tasted, but I could go on about the things I did and didn't like. Maybe I'll get together with Eric Marable, and we can write a couple uh, couple chapter emails for you guys about what we thought about the movie. Not enough towels. 
Oh, not enough uh, towels in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would have made it a Tupperware. Right. A few more towels in there. A few more. I didn't see any towels yeah, in this movie. Exactly. No, no. Ray was using that towel to clean off that one part. Ah, there that you was go. his favorite oh. scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris was like, more of that. Yeah. When she was looking at that old woman, she was definitely thinking, like, is that going to be me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. It took me to the third watch to even realize that, too. Oh, really? I yeah. saw, I got that on the first one. That and I was also like, holy shit, that is the wrinkliest bitch I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, is that one of the crew members, like, mums or something? They just got on set because she wanted to be in the film. Oh, God. And then I was like, oh, yeah, now I get it. I thought that lady spent way too much time in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> got all pruned up. She did, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Let's put her in one of them. <laughs> Prune lady. She's the answer to all lady. three. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Also, big congratulations on making it to number 61 on iTunes podcast top 150. That's for TV and film, not for all of iTunes. We actually made it up to 36, man. I that's saw awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so this you, week. This week, yeah. Nice. You guys deserve it, and I know you're all going to climb even higher. No. Uh, for what exactly? <laughs> he goes, for what exactly? I'm not really sure, but I love it. <laughs> Anywho, I'll end it with a fuck, Mary kill. Fr- uh, Jake, you got your wish. Yes. It is a Game of Thrones edition. Hopefully Yay. a good one. Samuel Tarley. Oh. Jon Snow. Cal Drogo. <laughs> all right, all right. And for Jason, it's dead Samuel Tarley. <laughs> dead Jon Snow. And dead Cal Drogo. You already know my fucking answer to that one. Well, you don't watch Game of Thrones. I know, but they're so. all dead, so I'm fucking them all. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Chris Hola email. So, yeah, we've got Samuel Tarley, Jon Snow, Cal Drogo. Hmm, I'm going to kill Samuel Tarley. He's just so whiny and snivelly. I'm so craving. I'm so scared. Ah, yeah, we're killing him. I'm going to, I'm going to, what am I going to do here? I'm going to marry Cal Drogo. Hmm. You know, he, I'm sure he can protect me. He's a big, strong guy. Yeah, he made it through that first season. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Jon Snow. That guy's super dreamy. Yeah. Great hair. <laughs> yeah, right? Beautiful locks. Let it snow, let oh. it snow, let it snow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Should I play the Christmas jingle bells right now? All the girls are going to be jealous after I have sex with Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Are you going to snowball Jon oh. Snow? Oh. oh, my God. I mean, if he wants me to. Oh. <laughs> Ask me to. Ask me to. I will snowball you. You want to go? Oh, I was going to say, like, if you marry Cal Drogo, does that mean you're going to be fucking him for the rest of your life? No, it? no, you don't fuck the. Person no, you just you marry. The rule of the game is you don't fuck the person you marry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I want to go back it's and like change all my answers. Okay. Yeah, you don't get both. Yeah, it's like Shit. it's like real marriage. It stops once you get married. Yeah, yeah spoiler alert. <laughs> we had to do a special oh, edition of this no. podcast. Oh, but... change all my fucking answers now. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, in that case, it is. Uh, uh, no, I'm the same as Jake. I'm exactly the same as Jake. Yeah. Oh, really? Kill Sam. Fuck John. Marry Cal Drogo. Yeah, fist bump. <laughs> Okay. Most definitely. I'm going to fuck Jon Snow, and I think everybody probably would. But I'm going to marry Sam because he can read and shit, and I'm guessing he can cook. 
And, you know, he got lucky against a couple of those white walkers. But Cal Drogo would probably just look at me as sheep, fuck me once, and be like, eh, and just kill me anyway. So he's got to <laughs> die. He's got to die. So, yep, uh, I'm going to fuck John Smo, marry Sam Walton. Smo? I'm going to fuck John Smo, and then I'm going to butcher his last name. <laughs> yes, fuck John Snow, and marry Sam Tarley, kill Carl Drogo. Yes, yeah, Sam Tarley. I want Smo, John Snow. <laughs> Smo? <laughs> uh, uh, Smo-po. <laughs> Schmosby. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, all of Sam's whining is going to drive you crazy. Oh, you haven't man. lived with me. Uh, I'll drive him worse. I don't know. I don't know. All right. For all the times that Cal Drogo banged fucking uh, Kalisa. What's her name? Kalisa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daenerys? Kalisa. Yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys. Daenerys all the times he bent her over, I'm bending his ass over this time. <laughs> there you nice. Go. So there I'm you fucking go. Cal Drogo. All right. Grab a hold of that ponytail. I am. <laughs> Pull hard. Feed him a fucking horse heart. I'm going to hold a trident and be like, take this, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Shove a seahorse up his ass. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna fuck Cal Drogo. Right in the starfish. I'm gonna- <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna marry Sam. He's a he's a sweet guy, yeah. just uh, a nice guy. I'm gonna marry him. Too craven. I think I, I don't. I, I'm a, I, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's like the Charlie Brown of the Game of Thrones universe. <laughs> yeah, but he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. He's I, dancing between raindrops. And then I'm gonna kill Jon Snow because. He's coming back, <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna kill him for good, just yeah. to piss off every woman in America. Nice, nice. So, yeah, what a heel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So then we got another email coming from uh, Jay Polk. Uh Hey guys, just got done watching the movie. He's talking about Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and had a few thoughts. I hope you will discuss. Uh, first off, I'm totally on board with the Ray Skywalker theory. It makes a lot of sense. The Skywalkers have the strongest force bloodline in the galaxy, which would explain how she was drawn into the story. Also, the timeline for her being left on Jakku seems to jive with the timeline for Luke's self-imposed exile. Plus, it's not like the Skywalker family isn't known for ditching kids on desert planets without any information about their parents. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, but could Luke do that to his own kid? He knew what it did to him. Yeah. yeah. Also, Luke didn't seem remotely surprised. You know what I mean? Usually the parents are like, I don't want to do what my fucking dad did. You always repeat yeah. the same shit, though. Yeah, it's true. Like. Yeah. Also, Luke didn't seem even remotely surprised by her when he saw her. He looked like he was going to cry. Yeah, yeah exactly. He seemed pretty sure. shocked. His eyes were welled up. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that he? Okay, we know Leia felt it in the Force when uh, when Han died. Do you think? Do you think it? Uh, do you think it hit? Oh, absolutely. Luke? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. He's got a connection with Leia. So yeah. He, so, but even Leia herself, being Force sensitive, couldn't feel Luke where he was at, or you know, anything like that. She probably knows she's he's still alive. I don't know. These they haven't answered any of these in the movies. Possibly like the Jedi Temple in the area protects Luke from being sensed. Maybe. Yeah, yeah he, maybe. he did say something about wanting to find. The rumor was that uh, Han said. Yeah. In the Millennium Falcon, that like the rumor was people that do, that were close to him that he was trying to find one of the first Jedi temples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the Force sensitive people can only feel each other when they're sort of like in a certain vicinity. So if he's halfway across the galaxy, then you know she's not really going to feel him unless he dies. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. But like when the Alderaan 
blew up. Fucking uh, Ben felt like a bunch of voices. He heard a bunch of voices scream all out at once. Yeah, but yeah. they all died. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Just kind of chilling in a cave. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, also, one other point I think that you guys missed in the movie in your post film review, you guys talked about not knowing where Leia sent Kylo off to. Kylo studied under Luke while Luke was trying uh, trying to train a new order of Jedi. It was mentioned by Han in his first scene that is Kylo in the flashbacks and he is murdering the other Jedis. It's the entire reason that Luke went into exile. That's what Leia is talking about when she says she should have never sent him away. They sent him to be trained by Luke and he turned on them. Yeah, we some of you you guys alluded to that and then me and Jake heard something different yeah. and so we watched it upon second and third viewing we have heard the correct quote that yes she did send him away to be trained by Luke I think this caused a chain of uh, chain of events um, Leia and Han it broke them up yeah. they blamed themselves so she buried herself in being a general you know her work Han went back to being a smuggler that probably caused problems between them, and then Luke went into exile. Yeah. Yeah. They did what they knew best to do, which is what Leia and Han It did. sounds Agreed. like Kylo was a troubled child from from the get-go. Oh, yeah. It yeah. sounds like he was a problem child from the get-go, and that's why they sent him away. Well, that's why Han says, well, Luke couldn't. Luke couldn't get through to him. Right. Why, why will I be able right. to? So obviously there were issues and for them to even mention Vader, he's got Vader he, in him. Han says that. Yeah. He's got too much Vader in him. So he obviously had some kind of – they saw it early on. There's something – yeah, there was something wrong with him early and then, on. And then Luke felt – I think Luke felt like he failed. You know, So he's like, I'm not teaching anybody else. I don't want anyone else to get near me because yeah. this is what happened to one of my friend's kids, my, my sister's kid. You know, Do you yeah. think that once – okay, you've heard, the, you've heard it like uh, if there's a – what is the phrase? Uh, one bad apple can uh, spoil the bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Knights of Ren were actually formed right under Luke's nose? Do you think that there could have been like – I mean he's being – while Luke is training him, Snoke gets to Ren, uh, to Kylo. Yeah, where is he And then all from? of a sudden Kylo Ren starts to influence some of the other Padawans within there and he forms the Knights of Ren right under Luke's nose. Yeah. So while they're getting trained by Luke, he's also training his own Padawans in the ways of the dark side. Luke doesn't see it. Luke goes away and then comes back, finds out that he's dead. Yeah. Maybe maybe even Luke left Kylo in charge. Mm. I'm going to leave. You take care of everything here. Snoke says it's time. Mm-hmm. This is this is the final part of your training. What, 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 uh, this is an integral part of your training. Right. Kill the Jedi. Right. Because that's – we found out in the opening crawl that the that the First Order are, are looking for Luke. That's yeah. – they got to kill Luke. They want to he's, – he's the most dangerous Jedi. They got to kill him. I don't know. I'm, it's all – I'm theorizing. That's fascinating, though. We definitely have to find out how Kylo Ren came into contact with Snoke exactly. for the first time. And how Han and Leia know about Snoke. Yeah. Yes, how how very did they much hear so. about it? Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, this Snoke guy has been creeping around your son. When did they get knowledge of him? Yeah. What happened there? Right. So that's weird, too. And what's also odd is that none of the Knights of Ren have sabers. Like, Kylo appears to be, if that is the Knights of Ren that we see in the yeah. film, he's the only one with the lightsaber. The rest of the guys have blasters, is yeah. what it looks like to me. It's yeah. a quick shot. Are so. these guys 
did Kylo kill them? Was that part of his training? Or are these guys scattered across the galaxy now? Yeah, what is it? What, the Knights? Yeah. The Knights of Ren. Hmm. Maybe they'll turn up in, in episode eight. Who knows? Yeah, it could be one of those things where, like, now, you know, um, I don't know. They could be scattered across the galaxy. Or, yeah, they could maybe be, Snoke's like, like, okay, we only need two of us. There's always only two. So, <laughs> are they Sith? See, that's very Sith minded. Yeah, and I, I hope that they're not. I hope that they're not Sith. Yeah, well, because they, Snoke if, alluded to that, didn't he? That the Sith was done, and then and that was all about the First Order. Go, elaborate on that. Where did you hear that? that, that because this could be this could be key. He alluded to the fact that the Sith are done. Yeah. Yeah, when when uh when he when uh Ren is in the chamber looking okay. at the hologram talking to Snoke, uh, he says that the that like where the Sith failed, the First mm-hmm. Order will succeed. So I mean, they don't even see themselves as Sith anymore. That's okay. Okay, so check this yeah. out. So check this out. So basically, when Kylo at the end of the movie is trying to kill Rey and he's holding his lightsaber against hers and he says, "I can teach you the ways of the Force." He's not saying like, okay, I'll teach you the ways of the forest and then we'll strike down Snoke. He's saying the more the merrier. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I think you, so. you see what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah well, you know, I mean, as far as like the Knights of Ren go, we we don't we don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. But I mean, we could have like basically like sleeper agents, maybe like in and amongst the the resistance. Um, you know, they could be anywhere. Yeah. It's only referred to by Snoke. He says, y- even you as master of the Knights of Ren. Master. Yeah. Are not ready for this ch- this test or whatever. Or you're like, it's going to be a challenge for but you. But was he talking about, he wasn't talking about Luke. He was talking about Han, He was right? talking about Han okay. at that point. Um, and he, even Snoke said he felt like he could feel the light side in him. Yeah. But why? It, what, what makes him the master of the Knights of Ren? What, yeah, who are these Knights of Ren? And what makes him the master of them? Yeah. That, that's that's like he has his own little army. Well, you know? okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. When they were in Maz Kanata's castle, and they were down in the catacombs, and Maz, Maz Kanata was going to hand um, Finn the lightsaber, she says, "Here's something that I've had for ages." Which yeah. for me, it, that line didn't make sense because she's had it from maybe the time that it left Bespin. Yeah, maybe. 35 years it's then? Not ages. Yeah. That's not ages. Right, and she's no. lived a, a thousand years. Thousand years. So that line didn't make sense. But what she did say, they asked her, one of the characters asked her, how did you get this? And she says, that's a question for another time. Right. Yeah. And so I think that we'll find that out either, either through a novel or through a future film or another hmm. force vision. Hmm. But I mean, you know, th- that's the thing. It's like, uh, could another vision show us like, the the origins of the Knights of Ren, Her, dude. Fucking Ray's vision was all over the place. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Ray's vision was, too. yeah. Ray's vision was all over the place. I mean, it was. I mean, there's parts in that vision where she was uh, in the same hallway from Empire. Yep. Mm-hmm. It then it goes to where Luke was at because then uh, like the big boulder drops down yeah. and then it's. Luke's sitting in the rain with R2 and he puts his robot hand on you it. You hear right. Yoda speaking. When did you, you hear, hear Yoda Luke speaking? Cause we, we, when he puts his hand on R2. Okay, because we heard Obi-Wan. It's, o- Obi-Wan's it's at the very end. Yeah, he's yeah. at the end. He says, Ray. He says, Ray, these are the first Highest steps. First steps. Yes. Uh, you that was you and McGregor, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah and Yoda was Frank Oz. Okay. I read that today, too. J.J. Abrams, he... he 
What did had, Yoda say? What did Yoda say? Yoda was talking. It was that was clips from like Empire. Sure. I think. Okay. So it wasn't anything new, but I, I don't remember exactly what he said. But it was something we've already heard before okay. from Yoda. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, Luke's putting his hand on R two. That's when we hear Yoda. Yeah. So is Ray? Go ahead, Jake. I'm I, sorry. I was going to say I read that they had Frank Oz come in to do new material, but then at the end of the day, JJ decided to take a clip straight from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. and I don't remember the exact line. So is guys okay? Let's ask it finally. I, you don't have to give me a definitive answer. Maybe just a percentage. Is Ray a Skywalker? Is Ray a Kenobi? Who is Ray? Ray's a Kenobi to me. If if they brought in Ewan McGregor to say Ray, these are the first steps. Then to me, that is. Dead on. But let's look at the. Let's look at the. Let me let me let's put out throw out some facts before maybe we start to form an opinion too. I can see I can see I can see a lot of Kenobi in her, but mm-hmm. I can also see a lot of Luke too. Oh yeah, the fact that she's got the helmet, the beginning, mm-hmm. the fact that she's a pilot, mm-hmm. the fact that she tinkers with a lot of things, the fact that uh, she uh, is deserted on a planet like that. Yeah, the yeah. fact that um, she's got the Resistance doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, I see a lot of Luke in her, but I also see a lot of Ben. Yeah, because the part where where Kylo is is saying that, where she's like, "I can teach you the ways of the Force," and she closes her eyes, it's something that Maz told her to do. But on the flip side, it really reminded me of when Ben closed his eyes right before Vader struck him down. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then also she heard Ben's voice in the vision. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, she's handing Luke the saber. It would be the second time a Kenobi has handed him the saber back. Right. And can I say something that seems really obvious that I hadn't thought about till just now? What? She's got a fucking English accent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? She's I, the, the only one with it. During the second viewing, I'm like, well, that makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what it is, you know. I just yeah. don't see why... Well, unless it's okay, a, Entertainment unless- Weekly's one of their writers, Anthony Bresnikan, mm-hmm. has a theory that he is, that that Ray is the daughter of Obi Wan Kenobi's daughter and Luke Skywalker. That yeah. was I was oh. going to say maybe it's both. Yeah, that's, I don't know if you remember, but right. that's what I said outside outside the third show, right. and actually Eric uh, Merrible as well mm-hmm. thought exactly the same thing. Huh. Yeah, because in the flashback. Um, you hear I never heard Yoda's voice but apparently it's definitely there yeah. Jay heard it we all heard Kenobi's voice yes definite and I heard um, Luke's uh, cries when he's shouting no when he finds out that Vader's his father in yep. Empire that happens exactly when he puts his hand on top of R2's dome okay mm. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, as far as the flashback goes, Yoda not included, I was just thinking, like, why is she hearing these two particular voices? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and uh, that's what I think as well. I think she is Luke's daughter and uh, Kenobi's granddaughter. Then why does she say, when, 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 when in the vision we see her being pulled by, somewhat, by someone, some people speculate it's... It's Unkar Plutt. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. I don't think her parents would leave her with Unkar Plutt. <laughs> no. In the it's book, that's, dis- who he, that's who they leave her with. Really? With Unkar Plutt? Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Did you notice He's it in had charge like, of her. Wow. It had like a distorted voice. It's like, come on. Okay. But it had like a weird distorted voice, so okay. you couldn't pick it up. But it was yeah. a human hand, wasn't it? <laughs> no. 
No, it wasn't. Right. In the book, they literally, whoever <laughs> abandons her, leaves her in the charge of Unkar Plutt. Okay. Wow. They leave her with Unkar Plutt? Weird. Oh, there's another theory that um, Max von Sydow uh, as well. Right. It, we it, talked that's the, what I was thinking. Yeah. Is on the planet to make sure she's okay, just like Kenobi was left to look after Luke as right. well, but uh, like a great distance. <laughs> right. I could speculate all day about who might know about her, but the more I think about it, and I've seen it twice, I really think that Kylo knows who she is right from the jump. Mm. Uh, the very first time he gets made aware of her is right after he throws his tantrum tantrum and beats the fuck out of the wall with his saber. And then he asks Hux, anything else? And he just says... They were aided by a girl. He didn't know anything else. He fucking goes ape shit and drags him into his hand. Not Hux, just one of the other subordinates. Oh, right. When he first meets, he was so furious. He was shaking. He's like, "What girl?" But when when he first met her, first met her out in the woods, he said, "So you're the girl everybody's been talking about." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But he's frustrated. I think he's just frustrated that he's being one up by some girl. Yeah, it's almost like he's downplaying it because when he talks to Snoke later about her. He tells Snoke that she's just coming into her power, but she doesn't know yet how mu- how powerful she is. How the fuck does he know? Besides? Snoke says that the longer that you let her live, the more powerful she's going to be. Yeah. The longer she stays, the longer she stays alive, the more powerful she'll get. Kylo says. I that. thought Kylo. Kylo. Says Kylo. That. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, basically, my theory the same as Eric's as well. Just like we reckon, uh, yeah, daughter of Luke, granddaughter of Kenobi, and what I think happens is that. She's born, and she becomes the like the the golden child of the new Jedi Academy, and all of a sudden uh, Ben isn't the like focus of Luke's attention anymore because obviously Han and Leia have said like you really need to keep an eye on on our son, and as soon as uh, Ray's born, then his attention obviously shifts to his own kid, hmm. and then. Uh, just you know, uh, he starts like looking out for her more, and maybe like doesn't kind of look after Ben so much. Who suppressed her memories then? I would say it was Luke because uh, because um, because Kylo was trained by Luke and we've never seen these uh, like mind force powers before except for like Jedi mind trick. Yeah, Frank? No, go ahead. I'll okay. wait. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, because we've, we've never seen these kind of like seeing thoughts like thought manipulation mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I would say, and you guys are talking about how Luke's going to be like more of a wizard, like like an expert. That's a good point. That's a great point. Um, And I remember I said it to you after the cinema as well, um, that Luke may have taken, not taken, but like maybe fogged her memory Mm -hmm. after leaving her on a, on Jakku. Because she does. Here's another weird thing. When (laughs) when Kylo's like trying to get stuff out of her, he's like, Oh, I see the water. I see the Island. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She hadn't been there yet. Right. Yeah. She actually had visions. You're right. Of where Luke was. That's the only island that makes sense in this movie. Right. Yeah, is yeah. where Luke's at. Yeah. So that's odd too. That was weird. Yeah. Is he seeing the future? I don't know. The force can show you the future, yeah. but is that what he's seeing? He, it, she saw it. Yeah. It's, she saw it. Right. He's getting that from her. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think so. And so another, that was weird. Another thing I keep going back to is um, in the original teaser trailer, we get that dialogue where, you know, it's the classic Luke dialogue, but with the additional line added saying, you have it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's him saying that my father had it, you know, my sister mm-hmm. had it, I have it, and you have it too. And yeah. That dialogue didn't make the movie, but to no. me that really points towards there being some kind of relation between yeah. uh-huh. Luke and the only Force user in this. Yeah, that's I, big time. I think for me going into this, I, I thought I was hoping it was just an adopted relationship. 
Yeah. That like it was basically like li- like she would be a Skywalker mm-hmm. but through adoption. Yeah. And I thought that that would be a really cool interesting route for Disney to take. Yeah, it's like you guys said last time that wouldn't take anything away from the movie at all. Right. The fact that no. she wasn't like blood related to them. She's right. just another very powerful right. force sensitive being. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree, man. I don't mind either way. It's just a theory that I came up with after my third watch. But I, I but I think I think it is blood now i do too and i was like i I think it would be a missed opportunity for disney not to do that now that i'm thinking about it because it was like once there's that reveal that she is a kenobi or a skywalker you can go back and watch the force awakens and it'll change everything that you thought about that film you can watch scenes between her and han and you can be like oh my gosh here she is talking to her uncle Uh right Mm -hmm. And there's still part of me that thinks Han knows who she is, too, because there's a couple parts where Agreed. they kind of allude to it, like uh, when they're at Maz's. I just thought he was impressed by her. That's all mm-hmm. I thought. But, like, I don't know. Like, and, okay, so at Maz's. he hires her. At, yeah. At Maz's, she asks, who's the girl? And then before Han can even answer, they cut away, so it's mysterious. And then even when they're arriving to that planet and she says the line about, I didn't know there could be so much green in the galaxy, mm-hmm. the look on Han's face is sad. And I just right. don't buy that it's just, oh, well, you know, kind of like Luke, poor, poor kid. I mean, he, he's just not that character. Yeah. I, I think he's sad for a reason. Yeah, but, like, if, if, if they knew that she was on... Jakku. Jakku, why didn't they get her? Why didn't somebody come out there and get her? How do we know that it was them who deposit left her with, uh, what's his fuck? How, maybe they left her in we the saw the else sh- who left her with him. We saw the ship flying away. We don't right. know who was on the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Leia and Han didn't know that, sh- that whoever left her on Jakku. Right. For maybe them, they met, she might have been lost. Yeah. In which case, though, again, I guess, why didn't Han be like, oh, you're this person? But- well, yeah, I mean, well, that's Star Wars. I mean, Ben never told Luke. That's true. Yeah. Maybe um, she, they never wanted her to know about her powers. And that's that would that would be one of the only things that actually keep her ma- keeps her mask. I felt like she was trained, though. I felt, like, I felt like she was probably in the Academy at one time. Yeah, that's what I think, too, man. I think that they, they pushed all the attention onto her, mm-hmm. and Kylo didn't like it, and that's yeah. what started to turn him. And then right. I love your theory about that he turned other Padawans as well to the Knights of Ren, and then they fucking laid waste to everything. Luke got Rey out, and they put her on Jakku for, for her own protection. Away and from that, Kylo. Yeah, so. and that, that would also make more reason for Luke to exile himself. Exactly. That, that the whole time underneath his nose in the Academy that, 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 that he was turning other, you know, Padawans over to the dark side. Yeah. And in that vision, he, Ren actually came after her at that point when he's standing there with the rest of them. Yeah. True. I don't know if that's like an actual literal flashback or if it was foreshadowing the fight that they were going to have, but. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Shit, man. Uh, let, let's uh, let, me, let me finish the rest of this email here real quick, and then we'll take another break. Uh, he says, also, one other point I think you guys missed in the movie. In your post-film review, you guys talked about not knowing where Leia sent Kylo oh, no, off we, to. We done that. I did read that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Hope this makes it to air, and you guys are only getting better over there in the Covert Operation Culture Knowledge Headquarters, <laughs> or as the Army refers to it, Cock headquarters. <laughs> Cock headquarters. Is that a thing? It's my house. It is. <laughs> so every time you come back to Jay's, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to cock headquarters. Great. <laughs> cock HQ. That's it, dude. We had the uh, stately Wayne Manor, and now we've got cock headquarters. Cock wow. HQ. Great. Oh, one more thing, and before we take a break, Carl Ludwig says you guys talked about Yoda saying, "Guide your destiny" for like thirty minutes. 
One guy said guide like 15 times. Of course, Yoda never said guide. He said forever will it dominate your destiny. Yes, yes. Does that change anything? No. no. That doesn't change my no. perspective. Not at no. all. It doesn't change the fact that Frank was talking about one thing and Jake was talking about another and they were both correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because either way, like, dominate, guide, it doesn't matter. Like, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the word from the movie? Dominate? The the real word is dominate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes it even less true. Yeah, right. That, that makes Yoda even more wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. But it's still yeah. Frank. What Frank was saying that, is still That correct. was actually the one thing I thought about after that podcast, mm-hmm. like for hours. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you, you guys are right. Like, it, 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 he was wrong. Yeah. The two fuckers, they gave us one star reviews, too. I bet it tore them up at night, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. True that. They don't have anybody traveling from any distance to fucking hang out with them, so they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Dan, thank you. No, seriously, traveling here from England, dude. Amazing. Like, you think, like, this is, like, cool for you, dude. This oh, yeah. is fucking amazing for us. That's what I told him earlier. This is, like, honestly, like, I think this is... more of a treat for us than it is for him. I think it is. I think it is. I agree. I think it is. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. You've made me very, very welcome, so I do thank you guys so much. No, I, I mean, I like, I, 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 Darth Brian, blah, 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 whatever, dude. I love you. You're awesome. Yeah, I love you guys too, but you know that. Yeah. So <laughs> I do want to say thank you to, well, I mean, all of you guys, obviously, but I do want to say thank you to uh, Jake and Frank for letting me stay at theirs because if I couldn't do that, then this would never have happened because right. I wouldn't have been able to afford it. So the fact that yeah. you guys put me up is fucking amazing. So thank um, you so much. Yeah, it wasn't a problem. Loved having you. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been a crazy trip. I can't believe it's nearly over. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I don't want it to end. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, yeah, I just said, I don't want it to end, and I'm like, all right, we're going to break. <laughs> Smoke break. <laughs> all right, we're going to stop. We'll be right back, and uh, we're going to start some Star Wars news. Right, hey, we are back. Uh, we've got uh, more Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna touch a uh, touch a little bit on my uh, speech impediment. <laughs> just gonna go over it briefly. Yeah. yeah. Briefly. All right. Now that that's covered. Yeah, there you moving go. on. <laughs> Dan's got his head down. <laughs> You get your speech impediment a bumper. <laughs> you know, before before we jump into some of the Star Wars news, we were talking out on the porch. Dan, you wanted to talk a little bit more about your favorite character in the in the movie. Yeah, I feel like I kind of gave Finn a bit of a, a, a well, kind of sold him short slightly. But I mean, we're all so excited about seeing the film, and we were we were all like jumping in and everything. But pretty much the last thing I said about Finn was that he's like not the sharpest tool in the box, which is true. But that the fact. That he comes in with this kind of like naivety about everything that he experiences because he's uh you know like I said he's a blank slate, but the moments in that film like when Ray gets taken and he throws his blaster away, still got the lightsaber, he throws his blaster away and he's charging through the battlefield mm-hmm. and screaming her name and it's like you can really feel yeah. the yeah. fact that he you know like he like I say loves but I mean like as in friendship love as well. He loves that girl so much, and like he, 
the first per yeah, like second person he ever met that he's like has been compassionate to him has suddenly been taken away and you just like he's got so much you said it Jay he's got so much heart mm-hmm. it's ridiculous and also when it comes to protecting the people that he loves he is a fucking hero like mm. all the time he's always charging in he goes to Starkiller base you know he was going to go by himself if it meant if, if that's what it meant he didn't give two shits and Chewie actually said that to Ray. that's right yeah. yeah like he was the one who wanted to come back here to get you he basically yeah. lied just to get to yeah. Starkiller base yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, because he didn't know how to turn the shields off. Yeah. He made himself more important than he really was. He knew where the shields sure. were, but yeah. yeah, he didn't know how to turn them off. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when that's when we got that whole fucking scene between, oh, we can just use the force. Yeah. <laughs> the force doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Although in reality, he did end up having a kick-ass plan because he knew who to capture. To who, who to get the shields down with. Yeah, but I mean, if you were to ask me before, like, the movie, all the things that we thought about Phasma, if you were to ask me, like, oh, will Phasma drop the shields for them, I, I would think, like, no, she'd, she'd take one for the team and go out and not... Yeah. But yeah. here she is. She drops the shields like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. That, that, was, that was one of the things. I mean, we, we all said we didn't like her anyway, but, like, that right. was one of the things that did seem quite out of character. Why the fuck is she, like... Can you redeem that character? I hope so. Can you? Is it possible now? She gets fucking tackled by Chewbacca. She 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 gets she takes down the shields. She gets captured. I mean, can you can you come back from that? I, I I'm I'm surprised she didn't get force choked to death. I mean, like uh, of, yeah, of all good. the things that people were fucking up, like mm-hmm. Phasma fucked up, and she's the head of the stormtroopers. Yeah. So how does she even survive this without Kylo just being like, "You're useless." Yeah. At that point, did we see her after that part at all? Well, after the garbage shoot. Uh, after the garbage suit, that's it. No. no. Yeah, we heard we heard Snoke telling General Hux to get Kylo and get out of there. Right. Yeah. Nothing about Phasma. So, but we know all we know is from Kathleen Kennedy her statements where she came out and says Phasma will return in Episode Eight. Uh, so she did make it out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be completely fucking useless this time as well. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, I'm with you 100. percent I've seen the we've we've all seen the th- the film three times. Yeah. I've seen it twice. I've only seen it twice, yeah. Okay. I think it's just you and me that's in it. We've seen it three times. Jay, you saw it again today. So, yeah. Yeah. But coming out of the theater all three times, dude, Finn's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I have to say, like, you brought up where he's yelling. Yeah. Uh, That was, like, the most emotional moment I think I've ever had in any Star Wars movie. I mean, besides the Han, you know, hand on the face. Yeah. That was the the first time I cried in that film. But... Yeah. That him just yelling Ray, yeah. I was just like, "Fuck, man! I've never seen so much from a Star Wars film ever." What, uh, John, uh, John Boyega got a lot of hate as well from a lot of fucking idiots. Yeah, exactly. About Star Wars, oh, yeah. right? And in my personal opinion, he is the best thing about that film. Yeah, he absolutely fucking killed that role. And it's, I mean, he might sort of be kind of like he's a bit of a comic relief in parts. But he is, like, the heart of the whole damn film. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, Frank said as well, it's like, he is, he is us. Mm-hmm. He, he's experiencing all these emotions, like, these incredibly, like, raw emotions in these amazing scenes, like, in these amazing situations. And, uh, and he, like, he, he still comes through it. Oh, God. Okay, I'm gonna, I, let, me, let me blow your fucking dick off with this statement. Yeah. There are some people out there that are saying, hold on, brace yourselves. Winter is coming right now with this oh, statement. Oh, God. 
there are people there that are saying that John Boyega is the Jar Jar Binks no. of this movie. No, no fucking way. I want to know Seriously. so much more about Finn's character too. Yeah. Like, if he has all these feelings, like, how, like, how did he end up getting into this situation in the first place? Well, he, he said he was taken away, like, like brainwashed. Didn't have a choice. Or whatever. Yeah, he was yeah. taken away as a baby. Like, he's had. He's formed no relationships with anyone. It feels right. like up until this moment. Up yeah. until that stormtrooper this died. A, this was his. This was his first battle. Yeah. yeah, he was in sanitation up until this. Point. Right, right, right. Yeah. Good I mean, point. When they when they're talking about Finn as well, like uh, uh, Phasma says that this is his first defense. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the screen, they've got like a, a, a picture of him, and it, I mean, it, it's I a, it. it's a baby. It's mm-hmm. like it must be like eighteen months old, maybe like two. I didn't see. That. I didn't. I, I didn't I notice saw, that. I caught it the, when yeah. I watched it the second time. Too. Okay. Yeah, there's like a picture on the display next to Phasma and Hux, and like when they took him, he was probably about like eighteen, nineteen months old. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Where is he coming from? That a lot of people are saying, like, what's his lineage? Yeah, uh, I don't think that. It, I think he's just literally just going to be like a, a guy that was taken from his family. Really, mm-hmm. like he said, like, mo- like because the clone factory got destroyed, didn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. So, so they had to start replenishing their ranks, and mm-hmm. they and obviously they've just started taking children away from their families. There's been a lot of people saying that he could be the Kenobi. Hmm, that's mm. interesting. I'd rather him just be he doesn't, yeah. nobody. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. You think that, like, you know, you think that he he would be a little bit lighter skinned? Yeah. Possibly exactly. if he yeah, was a Kenobi? Yeah, precisely. I was more or less thinking that he didn't show that he had any kind of affinity for the Force at all. Yeah, that too. You know, that doesn't make any damn sense. Right. right. In, yeah. In any way. Right. Don't they threaten clones at one point in the movie? Hux does. Yes, yes. Uh, no, Kylo Ren says maybe we'd be better off with clones. Yeah. And he says, no, oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with my troopers. They've That's been right. taken since birth. I didn't catch that either. Shit. That was really fascinating huh. to me. Like, if they wanted to, they could pump out a bunch more clones. Mm. They, they kind of made it seem like, oh, we wow. can get a bunch well, more clones. Well, I guess clones. if they had time to fucking build a Starkiller base, then they probably had time to rebuild a fucking, like, wannabe Genosha. And giant yeah. Star Destroyers. Right. So I thought that was, a really, <laughs> in, that was a really interesting line that I caught the second time. I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I heard the clone line the first time, but like I've really concentrated on it since then. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you brought that up. It's an interesting line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a couple of... I mean, as much as I top away the movie, there are a couple of things that I didn't like about The Force Awakens. One of them was Hux the first time I watched it. Um, you know, I, being English, obviously, uh, it, when I heard uh, Daisy Ridley speaking... Mm-hmm. For the first time, it took me about 15, 20 minutes to get used to the fact that she was going to be one of the main characters in Star Wars because we've never... I mean, we've got Ben Kenobi, that's true, but he's not, like, he... He's not, like, the main, main character. Luke's the main character and Han's the main character and Leia's mm-hmm. the main character. Um, so it, even being English, it took me a little bit of time to get used to the fact that we're going to have, like, an English person being our, like, main hero, you know, because it ended up being... Which is, you know, that was interesting. But Hux, um, I thought, first time I watched it, I thought that um, uh, Donald Gleason, some of his lines, obviously being from the same, like, from the area that he was mimicking the accent from, mm-hmm. um, some of his deliveries weren't that good. But on the second and third viewing, I really fucking got into what he was saying. That speech, just the third time I heard it, I was like, Okay, uh, I'm totally sold now. Like the look on his face and like the intonation, it was. Oh. Okay, 
you're, you're absolutely right. It was some of the things that he was saying in the speech that we really couldn't connect to. Yeah. Because, like, having not read the novelization of it, we don't know. He's talking about how, like, this is the end of the Republic. Yeah. And, you know, we know, like, through the opening crawl and through some of the things that they've said, like, the Republic has been helping the Resistance. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you never really understood how much they'd been helping and how the Re- Republic was also helping to cripple the First Order. We never got that. Yeah. And so it's like when he's giving the speech it's like can you really get behind that does that make sense it does make sense because because like when they show them destroying the hosnian system you're just kind of like okay a load of people we don't know just got blown up exactly but maybe if we read the novelization other things like that uh we understand the character of corsella who had no speaking line in this we understand those characters and like what's going on there maybe that speech would resonate a little bit more yeah i think so but i think it was a great delivery but i understand what you mean about the dialogue right right Yeah. yeah we don't get all the context to actually what's happening yeah i mean i was talking to frank like earlier today and basically saying that um because the eu has been like disposed of you know I mean, they may take bits from it, but like as far as canon goes, that's just not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's exciting that now we're, start, we're starting again, and now we're going to get new books, we're going to get new comics, we're mm-hmm. going to get new computer games, and we're going to get like just new content of new stories, and, and they're going to expand on characters that we've seen in this that we really liked. That's a really oh, exciting it's a good thing. Exciting. Yeah, it's a very Star good thing. Fan, man. Yeah, yeah, good thing. Not not having to deal with the ghost of what's been written before. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. great. They had to wipe it all out. <clears throat> Even though there were good stories in that. Don't yeah, get me were, wrong. Yeah, I'm a massive yeah. XR Kun fan yeah. from the Dark Horse comics. Oh, great. Yeah. One of the things really fascinating from the novelization of it is that um, they really hammer it into your head that the New Republic has never really fully formed since the end of Return of the Jedi. That basically squabbles between all the people within the New Republic. They've never like put a grasp on like the whole like the government at all. Okay. Like they're still thirty years fucking later not haven't decided on decisions that are essential to a brand new government. Do you understand why there's such a threat to the because the first order basically makes them out to be a huge threat and then like once they wipe them out, then it's like without the republic, the resistance will be vulnerable. That's what it felt like in the film. Yeah. Right. I mean they're basically one and the same. I mean the new republic and the resistance are, are, are one and the same. At least that's the way the book makes you makes you feel about it. Yeah, but it, it kept it felt like that Domhnall Gleeson, General Hux, was mm-hmm. just like, once we take out the, the, the Republic, mm-hmm. oh, we, we've, we've brought them to their knees now. The I, resistance gonna be fucked now. It, yeah, it makes, res- they have nothing to fight for <clears throat> at that point. It makes perfect sense too, like, if you look at the history of, like, even just our one world. Mm-hmm. Whenever you depose a dictator, it takes years for a country to fucking get its shit back together. Uh, and here you're talking about several planetary systems. So, I mean, 30 years for them to even have some kind of a semblance of a wannabe democracy is awesome, which would make sense as to why they don't have it all nailed down yet. Right. Because it's just not enough time to do it. So all those people pissing and moaning about a new Death Star. Yeah. It was kind of integral that they do this in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, they're they're still easy to – I mean, the First Order seems way more organized and cemented in the way they want to run things than the New Republic does. Like, the New Republic still can't decide on anything. There's still all these different independent voices that can't come together and make a decision. 
as to how things can be run. So right. they're just prime for the picking still. Okay. Is that was, was that in one of the books? That's or? in the novelization of The Force Awakens. Oh wow. Okay. There's a lot of there's out. a lot of POV Leia stuff that really delves into that kind of thinking. Oh great! Hmm. I'll check that out. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gotta, really good. I I'm literally like, just bought it and downloaded it. Um. I was kind of wondering, I was talking to Dan about this earlier too, like, okay, so Order 66 is the order that the Emperor gave for all the stormtroopers to turn on the Jedi. I'm wondering if the First Order is still some kind of, like, a layout for if something happened where he got killed, this is how you could still reorganize and keep power, not for Palpatine, but just for that way of life that real fascist fucking... Well, Order 66 wasn't like a code for the stormtroopers. It was genetically like embedded into their brains that when they heard... there was for the clones that when they heard this being said they had no control over what they were doing anymore. Oh, they, wow. were, they were genetically bred mm-hmm. to turn on the Jedi. Right. That's, I just didn't right? know. Right? Who is this? Or, Order 66 from okay. episode was three. genetically bred into the clones. Like, yes. They had no control over it. Yes. It was like... It was like hypnosis almost. Yes, like it, 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 you are one hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yep. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's it's cool. true. That's uh, the, the, the there was something within them, but in the Clone Wars, uh, Rex and Rex and the other guys, they were able to turn that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they figured it out. They figured it out. Right. Right. And that's that's a, like a big deal in Rebels with Kanan because like Kanan was like Kanan was like he watched his master get killed. Yeah. Before him and his master, she sacrificed herself and she told Kanan to run and he ran. And so the next time he comes in contact with any clone troopers, he fucking hates Rex when he first meets him. Yeah, sure. And that's why he has so much distrust for him too because he he just can't 100% buy that they won't just say some other trigger word that's fucking genetically programmed Mm -hmm. into him to fucking do whatever. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't suggesting that the First Order was somehow connected to anything like that. You're absolutely right about it. Well, you said stormtroopers and that's why I was distinguishing the two. Clones, yeah. (laughs) But I meant like like, um, I don't know. I didn't. I mean, unless there's some other explicit reason why they're called the first order. I, I thought that too, Frank. Yeah. You're not. I don't think you're too far off of base. Because, like anything. they're saying, I mean, they, they really are organized, and there's yeah. got to be a reason for that. It's what not is because the first of super order? strong leadership. I mean, something had to be in place mm-hmm. as like a contingency plan. So what you're saying is like if, if Emperor Palpatine died, then it, like this sort of kind of new system would come in and like start rebuilding stuff. Right. Under this kind of, almost like a new alias, and mm-hmm. that was the code word for it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's kind of what they adopted and what they became. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a stretch, but I also thought, that as soon as I heard that the Empire was called the First Order, I thought of Palpatine. Yeah. I thought, okay, what is the First Order? What did Is it a literal First Order right. he mm-hmm. gave to his well, close, you know, compadres yeah. in the Empire? So Palpatine, does Palpatine know of Snoke? I don't know. It's an interesting know. question. I don't know. A good question. I, I, I've got to believe it. He, he can't does. be ignorant of it. Yeah, gotta couldn't have been. He does. Yeah. Huh. I feel like Snoke is a figurehead <laughs> because he was put in place to be a figurehead right. before he became one. And it like, makes sense. He didn't sense. just come out of nowhere. No. Yeah, so that would not make him Plagueis, though. No. Yes. Because as far as Palpatine knew, Plagueis That's is true. dead. I do not right. think Snoke But somebody Palpatine knows of. Yeah, it would have to be. That... Yeah, that's going after other Jedi's and trying to. I don't. Is it silly to think that fucking Snoke could be well, the Grand Inquisitor? No, no, I don't think it's. I silly. don't think so at all. I think it makes a ton of sense. Do you, I, I, the more I keep thinking about this, the more I keep thinking that makes sense because I mean, 
with it being an Inquisitor, with them hunting for Luke Skywalker, if something happened where the Jedi reigned supreme, a whole fucking setup for that fucked up way of life, kind of like Nazis with Germany. Uh, you know, I mean, it takes a special kind of fucked up to think that those things are okay. Yeah. Read, read Jake's uh, visual dictionary. It mentions Jedi hunters quite a bit, and a lot of people were comparing Jedi hunters to the Inquisitors in Rebels. Yeah, Jedi killers. Or Who yeah. else? Jedi killers, right. yeah. So, like, it seems like more or less, more than, I mean, as much as get rid of the Alliance, get rid of the Rebellion, it's also get rid of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Well, that, it's right there in the opening crawl. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Where's Luke Skywalker? Yeah, Leia like wants him. The First Order wants him. Somebody wants him dead. Somebody wants him to help them with their with their, with their cause. And this is fucking giving me chills too. Like I said, I just downloaded the novelization, uh-huh. and the the precursor before even the crawl pops up is just a little paragraph or a poem. It says, first comes the day, then comes the night." After the darkness shines through the light, the difference, they say, is only made right by the resolving of gray through refined Jedi sight. Yeah, it's Book of the Wills, too, yep. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, oh, what, really? what's that? The yeah. Wills is like, that's Yoda's, Yoda's race. Yeah. Yoda's oh, race, shit. yeah. Okay, fuck. Now, now my fucking hair's <laughs> yeah, it was called. The, my hair. Wasn't it called the Journal of the Wills? Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Or in yeah. the EU, maybe it was called that. I think it's still no, called it says that. Journal of the Wills. It's still Journal of the that, Wills. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought that was crazy that that was still like obviously that still the Wills is still canon according to the novelization. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, crazy. This is so fucking weird. We're finding out new shit like every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the book's a mind fuck, dude. I'm telling you. Really? Like, there's I'm not so a single it. fucking chapter where you're like, whoa. <laughs> like every fucking chapter, <sighs> it's really good. Did you get it on? Did you get the book? Or I'm do you doing audio. audio. I'm gonna do audio too. Yeah, yeah too. I, I'm like, it's ten hours, and I'm like three and a half hours in now. Shit. Oh, wow. I mean, I could probably download that for my flight back. Oh, <laughs> I could fuck. By yeah. Time yeah. It's so fucking good. Don't tell anyone, but I could just give you my Audible password. <laughs> this is not HBO Go, people. Oh, yeah. I've got to get that off you, too. <laughs> we found out uh, one of the things that we said in our uh, uh, last episode was that we, we I kind of like was like, was Luke on Hosnian Prime? No, that's not what happened. Hosnian Prime was... Uh, what, the Hosnian system was the one that they blew up. Yes. Oh, okay. That's the Hosnian system. So it was Hosnian Prime was the main planet with Corsella and the rest were the moons. Okay. So I don't know what planet Luke's on. Yeah. No, we don't know what planet hmm. Luke I mean, is on. In, in like the EU or just like in sort of canon stuff, do we know where the first Jedi Temple is? Yeah. Okay, that's that a great question. There's supposedly let me look it up on the internet. But I know when I looked on uh, Star Wars, uh, Jake, you look it up. Look up, um, uh, look up Star Killer Base. I heard there was a rumor of a Jedi temple on Star Killer Base, but but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I well, think I read it on a you, previous. You know episode. what? When you said that, I, and when I saw it the second time, I thought about Snoke's kind of throne mm-hmm. room. Like, what was that? It almost looked like a tomb. It almost looked like a carbonite stone. Because okay. it had the same kind of, uh, like, you know, it ha- the, the carbonite has, like, uh, like a keypad almost that, that has lights on it. Yeah. That was the same thing that was that Snoke was, like, sitting on top of. Yeah. And, and it had, it was a big base, and it also had, like, this little kind of keypad on the side of it. So I was like, okay, is that, is that a tomb he's sitting on top of? 
Okay. So that Shit. would make sense, but I don't know. I don't know if they're ever going to explain that now that the planet's fucking destroyed. Maybe that's so just they've kind of like repurposed a Jedi temple. It was weird because it's totally different from anything else. You know, on Starkiller Base, you have this weird kind of room that they're in, and right. then you have this stone slab in the middle of it that's huge, that has a little you know electronic keypad on it, and Snoke's like above it. I can't imagine that's just the holographic, you know, instruments or whatever. Right. Yeah, there's no... It says the first Jedi Temple was an ancient building established and maintained by the Jedi Order on an unidentified planet. Fuck it out. Prior to the execution <laughs> of Order 66. Uh, yeah, there's... A, I read an article on one of our previous episodes, and I did name a planet where there was a rumor of a Jedi Temple, and I can't remember what planet it was. Because I know for a fact that in in the EU, like, Luke starts the, the new Jedi Academy on Yavin 4. Which I mean, personally, that's the only place I've ever wanted to see in a Star Wars movie. So I know it's that there because that's Dude. where the Massasaya from, which are the first Force users. But wait a minute, like, wouldn't that kind of make sense to what Han was like? Han and Ray's Han's reaction to Ray saying, "Like I've never seen so much green before," and Han's like, kind of, you know. He, get, he gives sad. a very weird reaction to her saying that. Yeah, Frank has actually completely sold me on that now as well. So, I thought he was sad. Yeah, so that would make kind of sense that she has seen it before. Yeah, she just doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's That might be far-fetched. I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait to read this shit. Now. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It, it was weird. His reactions were weird. Every yeah. You know, the two times I've seen it, I'm like, yeah. he gives strange reactions to the things that she says about herself. And, yeah. like, I, I don't know that, I mean, I, and along with this theory, I didn't know if Leia knows who she is because when Finn's telling her, like, we got to get the girl, and she's like, oh, I know, yes, we do, but you got to let us know what you know. Yeah, they're not worried about right. her. But then when they're on Starkiller Base and... And he's like, we got to make sure we get her. Han gives that smirk, and he says, we're not going to leave without her. Right. Like, I know she's important. We're not going to leave without her. And he's just like, hey, look at her. She's scaling the wall. Yeah. Big deal. I, I right. absolutely love that. Like, he's like, <laughs> I'm going like this. Why are you going like this? Why are you going I'm, like I'm this? trying to come up with a plan here. <laughs> Jake, what are you looking at, man? Oh, nothing. I'm texting someone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fabulous podcast. Oh, just, just for me, Jake, can you just please give me a goddamn it, Jake? Live. <laughs> no, no. Oh, God damn it, Jake. Yes! You. There it is. <laughs> I deserved oh, it. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Only from me. One of the few times I've deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, were the Knights of Ren, do you think they're force sensitive? No. Let's go no. on the table. Ooh. I'm so going to say no. Two no's. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going no. I think that's exactly why Kylo Ren's their master. Well, if they're part of the academy, possibly. Yeah, that's what I think. Gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, if you know, like Jay said, like if you don't, you don't see any lightsabers or anything, then why the fuck haven't they got any lightsabers? You know, I, I think he, re- I think he recruits the Knights of the Ren outside of the academy to help him take over the academy, and then like maybe come back. Yes. Oh, okay. I just think it, it would be easier to form relationships within the academy and turn these guys. Yeah, I could see and that. It, too. And it seems weird that they would refer to him as master, master of the Knights of Ren. If it was just like you know, just guys with fucking blasters that he's like, okay, you're going to join my team. Mm-hmm. Why is he their master? Yeah, what uh, makes him their master? He being a a uh, Vader fanatic, he's always like uh, 
Ray called him out on. He's worried he's not going to be more powerful than Vader. Mm-hmm. And one of Anakin's biggest holdups was, I don't want to be on the fucking council and not be a master. <laughs> Maybe it was to fucking appease him, like shut the little fucker up. Snoke Snow could have been appealing to his ego, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't he know. He seems very ego-driven. Like, he desperately wants to be the baddest ass around. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping the book will clarify some of the Knights of Ren stuff, honestly, yeah. when I get to that part. Yeah, please let me know. There's so much stuff that I just want to read, and I just want to absorb all this information just to find out what these little things that were dropped in, like, one line in certain cases that actually, mm-hmm. like, come out of it. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear some Star Wars Easter eggs? Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely. All right, number one, Ray's helmet. Um, it's impossible to say uh, who that uh, particular helmet belonged to, but its former owner may not be the point. According to the alien writing on the helmet itself, the markings literally translate to R-H-A-E, another form of the spelling of her own name. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fans can deduce what they will from that, but if the helmet was marked for her in particular before the before her unknown family left her behind then its history in the Star Wars universe could hold the answers to her true identity. Wow. That's cool. No idea. All right, FN2187, that's the designation for Finn. Yes. It's Poe Dameron who decides that's uh, no name at all and combines the two letters to form the Finn nickname. But the numbers should catch the attention of any fan of the original Star Wars. 2187 was the cell number in which Leia was being held aboard the Death Star when Luke and Han came to rescue her. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. We also saw Luke's combat remote. I know we all saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Finn actually picked it up and tossed tossed it it to the side. (laughs) Yeah, that got a lot of screen time. The fuck is this? Bam, (laughs) mid-frame. We all saw the uh, hollow chest on the Falcon, Mm -hmm. another cute Easter egg that we saw. What about the banners outside Maz Kanata's castle on Takadana? Oh, let's hear some info on that. All right. The art from Zero the Hut. <laughs> Zero the Hut from the Clone Wars? Yeah. It's Jabba's uncle. The art from his tattoo is in its dead center. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Um, the characters uh, from episodes one's, uh, Episode 1's pod race. Those banners? Mm-hmm. Those are the banners that are hanging up. Remember those banners in Episode 1? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. she collected them. Oh, no kidding. And they're all hanging up outside Maz Kanata's castle. I like Maz. She's an episode one fan, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't until after she saw that shit that she had to get her glasses. (laughs) All right, but there's also the uh, Mythosaur Skull. Uh, It's the uh, symbol of uh, our favorite bounty hunter, Boba Fett. Yes. And that is also displayed uh, you know, uh, prominently there in front of Maz's castle. I love the statue of Maz's castle. Oh, I love it. The yeah. statue of Maz. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. She's yeah. got her arms open. It's like, this is my watering hole. Everyone's welcome here. Yeah. I love the way they And then it gets that. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they didn't up. glorify the statue, like with the obvious like shot of just like showing the exterior shot of the statue perfectly. No, they just framed. saw it getting destroyed. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. you see them go under it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Like head on shot of it, and I really like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Maz's castle got 
fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. It Dude, did do you remember like the last shot of Maz's castle? Yeah, like yeah. the thing like crumbles over and yeah. smashes the statue to pieces. One of the things that like was in the original script was like there are so many like different passages within Maz's castle mm-hmm. that it makes me believe they left it out of the movie, but it also makes me think that a lot of characters survived this. Like there's so many different escape hatches and like different tunnels and things like that. Yeah. I could see that. Because we saw like her like uh treasure room with the box and everything and i noticed that upon third viewing like i talked about like how i thought there was a necklace Mm -hmm. that fucking would lead to luke skywalker i didn't know it was like the special chip yeah but that necklace the same necklace that i had seen in like the visual dictionary and i'd heard rumor of it's in the box that's behind the lightsaber you know i got a question maybe you guys might have an answer for this so okay maz knows Han very well, and she you know yes. Chewie. So yeah, you'd have she to loves think Chewie. Yeah, and you'd have to <laughs> think, <laughs> boyfriend. You'd have to think. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have yeah. to think at some point she would know Leia. So okay, so she's got the lightsaber. Why is she hanging on to it? Why wouldn't she try to get it back to Han to give to Leia, get it back into the family? Why is she holding it herself for all those years? That's something we're going to find out, I think. Well, I mean, okay, originally, like, what we had talked about in our spoiler cast was, and this was actually supposed to go into the film, but they left it out because they wanted to trim it down, was that the lightsaber was traveling through, through space. It landed on a planet. A character named Naka picks it up. Naka's a fucking idiot. And Naka, like, turns on the lightsaber within his house and it fucking sets his house on fire. <laughs> He's the fifth brother. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. 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 Naka's the fifth brother. Dude! My own did not fire! Fuck! Get the fuck out of here! Oh, it's just me! <laughs> so Naka sets his Naka sets his like hide on fire, but Naka like <laughs> runs back into the house to grab the lightsaber because he knows it's worth something. Yeah. He goes to a uh, he goes to a trader and gives he sells it to a trader, and then this guy uh, the vicar who then we thought was going to be Lor Santeca, which is Max von Sydow's character, yeah. buys it from this trader. Okay. And no 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 uh, the head of the village. The head of a village buys it from the trader because he wants to use the lightsaber to defend themselves against the Knights of Ren, who have gone to their village before. Wow. Okay, so they buy it, and so they know when the Knights of Ren come back to loot them, they are going to fight them with this lightsaber. Well, it doesn't end well. Uh, no, I can imagine. The Knights of Ren <laughs> kick their ass with the lightsaber. throughout. But during that battle, somehow... Fucking, uh, he, uh, Kylo Ren gets his hands on the lightsaber again, but during that battle, Maz Kanata is there and she gets it somehow. She like steals it or something. Yeah. And that's how she gets it. She hides in like a pile right. of oranges. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, that's too easy. But see, that, that would also make sense as to why Kylo knows exactly what lightsaber that is. Yeah, and he actually refers to it immediately. As soon he? as he yeah. saw it, yeah. he's like, that's mine. Yeah. That weapon is mine. I know what that is. Well, he's a Vader obsessive too. That's true, but does he know the exact fucking look and design of that lightsaber? Like he bought the visual dictionary. Yeah, how, <laughs> how, he doesn't know because I mean, yeah, Palpatine held it, Vader created it, but how do they know the? How does Kylo know the exact fuck? Like when he sees right. it, that's Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. 
Well, it was Anakin's originally, yeah. and he's obsessed with Vader. But how would you that's the it? that's the lightsaber that Obi Wan gave to Luke that was his father's. And he says your father was a Jedi Knight. It's true. So the only way that Ren would know about it though is if Luke told him about it. And tried to describe it to him as best he could. Oh, okay, okay. So that makes sense. He saw it when Luke had it. Well, no, no, Luke, well, no, didn't, Luke didn't have it. Maz had it. Had it. Got so, his arm. So, so, Luke lost it on Bespin. Yeah. So yes. what, what Jay is yeah, saying? Right, what Jay right. is saying is that Kylo has never seen that before. Right. As far as we know, he had never seen it before. So what you're saying about him finding it in that uh, in that village, mm-hmm. and then when Ray has it, he immediately recognizes it. Because he's actually seen it before. Because otherwise, if that didn't actually happen, then yes. he wouldn't have seen it. He right. says, yeah. that weapon is mine. That's right, yeah. yeah. He literally just sees it and he's just like, that belo- you know, yeah, yeah, that weapon yeah, is yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, So if he actually did, like, go to the village and then try and get his hands on it, because like you guys are saying, he's a Vader obsessive. He hold on, hold on. Granddad. Did or did not the weapon itself have some kind of, like, force residue on it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Could he not he sense that? Yeah. Yes. It, it yeah, fucking maybe. triggered all that shit that Daisy saw, or Daisy, Ray saw. Right. She touched it. Because that was shit that she wasn't even around for. The hallway on Bespin where Luke and Vader were fighting. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe this is information Snoke gave him. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Snoke's been around for a thousand years, too. It's not like Snoke is not been around he might know things mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just i'm just throwing shit out there yeah. seeing what sticks to the wall it does lend credence that he did have possession of it though from that line that he recognizes yeah. recognizes it and so maybe like the stuff that they left out of the film yes they thought maybe it was too much yeah but over could- explanation which would lead back to like episode one-ish type crap <laughs> yeah i think jj wanted a trim cut movie too true yeah, I think I, can't you, complain I think you add the whole Naka scene and all that stuff. And yeah, it, it, yeah, I think you've got a, a very muddled, fucking clunky film. Yeah, he just wanted yeah. it. Bam, 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 bam. Because the pacing in this movie yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, agreed, that agreed. Was so Dan was thinking fat, 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 fat <laughs> when you were doing well, that. that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got a kick out of that. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> a good, gave you a good example of what I was saying. <laughs> a um, yeah, we so we talked about uh, the banners outside uh, Maz's uh, castle on Takanata, uh, Takadana. Um, Michael Giacchino. Yeah, Lost Composer. Lost Composer also has worked with JBJ on every movie he's done. Yeah, most of the Pixar scores. He was also a stormtrooper. Oh, that's awesome. What? Yeah, he was one of the stormtroopers that delivered Poe Dameron to Kylo Ren. Mm. Wow. So that is, that right there, that's uh, composer Michael Giacchano. He was stormtrooper number FN3181. That's got to be a fucking Easter egg in itself, isn't it? The... 3181 that's got to mean something it's got to mean well. something yeah oh, see the God. thing is it's like it's like god damn it i don't honestly wish that michael giacchano was the composer for this film i never would have thought i'd be saying this but i'm 100 percent with you now yeah yeah i mean aside from ray's theme like that we all you know oh you guys god think it's great right? i love it and it is great aside from that i i like kylo's theme as well like when his ship comes into land you've got those like four notes that like always mm. play when he turns up i think that that's iconic as well but yeah everything else just like that bum 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can well, listen to it twice <laughs> yeah, yeah thank the, you. Uh, the other one that i liked was uh the shit at mars 
But that wasn't John Williams. Oh no, exactly. Yeah. That was just like a, a, yeah. a reggae, a reggae sort of yeah. swing beat thing. But oh god, just quickly, um, a lot of people are complaining as well about uh, the fact that they go into a bar and they're saying, "This is just a new hope." Just blah 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 blah, and it's like, fuck's sake! Okay, they went into Jabba's palace. In Jedi, mm-hmm. which is another bar. They it's all Han Solo centric, by the way. Yeah, and they also <laughs> go into um, they go into a bar in is it uh, episode the, two? Episode two. They yeah. go into a bar when they get attacked by the shape shifting bounty hunter. Right. It's just, it, people go to fucking bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a bar last night. It <laughs> happened. We ripped off a New Hope last night. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Dan, that's the first time and the only time I'll ever go to a bar again. Yeah. yeah. yeah you'd be ripping God. off the same night again. Yeah, they would have yeah. titled us the New Hopeless. Fuck's sake, are they going to start complaining because there's lightsabers in this fucking film? That's <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Just, they used the force it. in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it, but just so many fucking haters out there. And yeah. What you've got is this, like, amazing uh, extension of the Star Wars. I'm with you 100%. You t- no, you, hold on, hold on. You take that, but you also take in the... Com- See, that's one of the things we'll focus on, but you take that in the combination of we get a bigger Death Star. Yeah, that's that is literally we get- the only thing that, aside from Hux... In the first Fuck time, him, this is Star Wars! I know, I know, and that's yeah. already happened twice as well. Right. I mean, I thought, I was like, we, don't, look- need, we don't need it again... Um, but it didn't matter because I didn't give two shits about the plot because right. what I was watching was fucking amazing. Watching Poe Dameron take that thing down, watching like the Han death scene in that, and oh, it's so good. I'm not leaving yeah, the theater talking about the similarities to A New Hope. No. I'm leaving the theater and I'm talking about the new characters that I have fallen in love with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not yeah. a direct analog of A New Hope, and no. I, I really hate that complaint. I mean, yes, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, they're lo- instead of the Death Star plans, it's... And, and there's a droid that's holding the instead of the droid holding the Death Star plans, it's the droid holding the chip that yeah. shows Luke Sky. There are a lot of similarities. Agreed. And then uh, in the end, where Luke watched Vader cut down Ben, here you have uh, Ray watching Ben cut down Han. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. and and here's what's utterly retarded about that argument that people are making is that that's how fucking life is. It repeats itself oh, yeah. over and over again. So family. shut your fucking Absolutely. mouth. And family does too. Yeah. As a father, yeah. let me tell you, family I'm in does. therapy partially because yeah. of the shit that happened to me to make sure that it doesn't happen again. It so happens. Fuck oh, off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're just like, oh, it's similar. Yeah, of course it's similar. That's how fucking life works, man. And yeah. just That's how reality. Pe- and just Sorry. how people love the new hope. People are loving the Force Awakens. Yeah, so yeah, yeah exactly. go ahead and repeat it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hopefully they repeat fucking Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> 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 I mean, George Lucas always said that Star Wars is about redemption through your children. That's what that's what he said. Like the, one of the core themes of the, all the whole film was, and, well, and who who knows that better than Kasdan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasdan has worked with him on these films. Yeah, I know. But and the thing is, <laughs> in the Force Awakens. Fucking Kylo kills his dad. That's not fucking redemption from your children. That couldn't be more different. Oh, that yeah, that that does that right. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like you know, that people just look at these things like like Frank just said. People are saying about like you know Kenobi sacrificing himself for for so they could get away. Han wasn't sacrificing himself so people could get away. He wanted his son back. Yeah, for yeah, sakes. yeah. It's like you know, just because a character. Like a mental character gets killed. Can we agree that fucking Carrie Fisher fucking fucked him over, though? 
And what, by sending him there? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go. Yeah, I don't know why. Said, I got, there's still some light in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. This teach him for leaving me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> about on the side when he's flying through space. Although yeah. I did think it was kind of cool that both in that moment when Luke saw Vader cut down Kenobi and Rey saw Kylo Ren cut mm-hmm. down Han, you have that... Like, you are a fucking evil monster bred, like, into their fucking bones. Mm -hmm. Because even he pulled out of her that Han was, like, the father she never had. Yeah, that's right. And then Luke never really connected with uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. What what was this? So, yeah, fucking Ben, he lost him. What was the snarky line that he said, though, about Han after that? He'd have been sorely disappointed. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, are are we going to get a fucked up Kylo Ren? Because, like... I couldn't tell by the shot. I know he got the scar over the face, and there was that huge rumor about the scar over the face, and mm-hmm. we were all surprised to see the Lego figure that didn't have the scar over the face. Mm-hmm. But now he does have the scar. Did he lose his left hand? The way it was shot, it looked like his left hand was severed, but he had his arm right there next to the left hand so if he would have moved that fucker maybe it would have still been sitting there but it yeah. looked like it was still kind of attached I couldn't tell and then when they shot it again from a different angle you couldn't see it okay. so did did he lose his left hand I'm saying no I didn't see that I, I saw his like robe get cut Okay, that was like yeah. the last blow I yeah. think there are media outlets out there that are saying he lost his left hand okay I'll but, I, again. but it doesn't mean they're right, right. I well, think I mean, they would have made that more clear. Yeah, they wouldn't have wasted an opportunity to not make that more dramatic. That's a I, good point. I agree with that, but we'll also find out when you guys get to that point in the auto book, and when yeah. I get to that point when I read it, they'll say whether or not he lost. It. That's true. That's also true. Yeah, I mean, the way I saw uh, it was that Ray was like pushing the the cross saber into the snow, and then she basically like brought her lightsaber down, and I'm pretty sure she actually like cut through his lightsaber. That's mm-hmm. why I think that she hit, and then she struck him over the face. You know, like finished. So it didn't face. go through the hand; it went through the saber. I think it went through his lightsaber. Okay, yeah, that's why he couldn't use it anymore. And then she gave him the fucking that, the uppercut with the lightsaber. That was a really quick shot. It was very. I, quick. I really don't know because she like spins that blade mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then just backs off. The, the way it was shot, it reminded me of The Walking Dead with the whole Glenn and the trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when when the guy falls on him, like you can't see everything. Right. Yeah, you're right. It reminded me of the whole like you know Glenn, Glenn death scene. Yeah. Everyone up to date with that? No. Shit. <laughs> He's the only Han one dies. Case <laughs> you're a mess, but I don't think he's dead. He rolled under the dumpster. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> He rolled under R2-D2? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are you at with that, by the way? Shit, I haven't watched shit lately. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. How can you focus on anything but Star Wars? I'm right? very distracted, good Frank. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, last Easter egg, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord, uh, played... Uh, it wasn't Gliv. Oh. I, dude, these names, I still don't know who hardly any of them are. It's in the Visual Dictionary, though. Okay. But uh, she played uh, Lieutenant Connix. Who apparently is uh, Leia's biographer? Oh, oh. nice! <laughs> yeah. And I guess she works closely with uh, PZ4CO, the other protocol droid, which is that blue droid that we saw. Yeah. What's Miles' name from Lost? Do you know? Don't know. In Star Wars, I don't know. He's got to have a name. Yeah, yeah. He gets some dialogue. Guys, uh, let's uh, let's talk about screen screencrush.com had a list of fifty rumors for Star Wars: The Force Awakens that didn't turn out to be true, and the source that reported them. 
Um, let's wow, run a big shit parade. This is, <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, I know. This is fun. <laughs> a 50, let's go through some of these. Uh, it's a 50, it's a list of 50 rumors and the sources that reported them <laughs> and which ones didn't turn out to be true. Awesome. <laughs> a rumors right. list? No. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, would be amazing. <laughs> It'd be something I said. <laughs> Number one, this one's from Latino Review. Obi-Wan Kenobi set to return in Star Wars Episode 7. Kind of true. Kind of true. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. We heard his voice. We heard his voice. I'm going to give him credit for that. Uh, credit. I'll give him credit for it. Yeah. Uh, even if it was uh, from something that he said before, unless it was new dialogue. This it was, was new dialogue. dialogue. New, new well, Ewan yeah. McGregor okay. dialogue. Yeah, he, like, purposefully. He said, was, okay, well then, yeah. He said Ray. And somebody uh, else from the Clone Wars who played his character in the Clone Wars uh-huh. originally recorded it. Oh, okay. and then JJ brought in Ewan later. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic! So that, that just yeah. JJ said yeah. he was super cool too. He said he did his line of dialogue, then rode off on his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah that, I actually read that article this yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucked that guy. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kelly and McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm with you, Jay. All right. Number two, number two Star Wars Episode Seven will feature Force Ghost Yoda. That, False. That came yeah, from wow. Cosmic Book News. Yep. So, website. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never gonna trust them again. You fucking lied, you fucking hacks. <laughs> hey Dan, what was that thing you said at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> I can't, I can't say it. <laughs> Do it! Do it! You broke, dude. <laughs> I broke <Dad's> monkey. <laughs> Yesterday you say you do it today. Bono is Yeah. Yay! Yay! This next uh, rumor for Star Wars: The Force Awakens came from the Nerdist. Oh, those fucking hacks. <laughs> Max. <laughs> <laughs> Max von Sydow is Boba Fett. Oh, oh yeah. What? Yep. Yep. That, that was a long one. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. That was one of those things that even at one time we were kind of thinking maybe he could have been Boba Fett. Well, like he got out of the pit of Sarlacc and he's an old man living on Jakku. Yeah, and yeah. he's taking care of... A lot of people are thinking, oh yeah, he's taking care of Han's kid. <laughs> right. What a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking idiots. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Ian McDermott. This is uh, from Jedi News. Ian McDermott is set to return to the galaxy far, far away for a part in Episode 7. That'd be cool, though. Robert Bolter is playing young Luke Skywalker in the movie. That was from Making Star Wars. Mm. You know what? You can say whatever you can... You can say whatever you want to about making Star Wars, but those guys got a lot right. Yeah. I exactly. love that site, man. Ever since you yeah. mentioned that shit, I've been on it. Those guys yeah. are fantastic. They are. They are whatever good. they got wrong, whatever they got right was fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I got to give props to those guys at makingstarwars.net. They're those, a go-to site for Star Wars. And you know what? They're good guys. I mean, like, they, they don't do, like, this fucking, like, prim and proper fucking, like, uh, podcast either. Like we do? They, no. <laughs> They drop f bombs. They fucking these are these are these are cool motherfuckers. Uh, let's see here. StarWarsNews.net said Domhnall Gleeson will be playing Major Tarkin. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. StarWarsNews.net. They said uh, Domhnall Gleeson's beard during a publicity appearance at Universal Studios Florida really suggests Obi-Wan descendant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were, we even thought. Yeah, you yeah. guys did. We did. I listened to the show. Yeah. 
Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is after right after you've been cast. Yeah. We had no clue. <laughs> he looks like a Kenobi. Yeah, he, yeah, does. he does. You know, I, t- I was like, oh, they might be right. <laughs> StarWarsNews.net said, In the last week, I've heard Domhnall Gleeson is Luke Skywalker's son four times. <laughs> four times. Four different sources. It must be true. Three really trusted, and one new, but apparently on the money for most things. <laughs> 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 we got to credit nerd porn, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. They do the Price is Right loose sound. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. the Price yeah. is Right loose sound. Billy Lord, 21, to play young Princess Leia in Star Wars Episode 7. That came from the Daily Mail. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just to so you know about the Daily that's Mail. A, that's Daily a, Fail, excuse me. Yeah, that's a, that's a UK paper, and they're fucking Nazi, so never, ever read it or buy it or listen <laughs> oh, to them. They're the Daily Mail? Oh, man, they are the worst. Okay. Seriously. We're calling them the Daily Fail. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> this one came from Reddit. Yeah. Oh, God. James Earl Jones may have a secret voice cameo in The Force Awakens as Vader. Hmm? We, no. No, no, no Vader at all. We, we got... Nice. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got. And then we got the Imperial March yep. when they showed the mask. Mm-hmm. That's it. I wonder uh, if it was because he had to go in and do voice work for uh, the fucking... Like, Arby's commercials. Oh, that was what it was for? Yeah, James Earl Jones is all busy doing Arby's commercials. If they wanted we James have Jones. the meat. <laughs> if they he's wanted them, they'd have got him. No, he he's too busy doing Arby's commercials, no, Jake. Nah, no, he, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> God, he would, he would bail on Arby's. He's That's like, fuck your saying. curly fries. I'm going to do some Star Wars. He had to go in and do some stuff for uh, Mustafa for one of the uh, Lion King sequel things. If they wanted them, they'd have got him. They would have got him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they needed him for this. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they, somebody confused it because he had to dick with Disney for that. Because Vader Vader went to the light side. He redeemed himself. I don't see him talking to Kylo. No, no. 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 What if... What I, th- That'd be interesting. If You're like, an idiot. If, <laughs> if the light side got through to him and it was Vader talking to him. Well, that's uh, fucked that up. That would be crazy. Although it would be true. That's the only person that could talk him out of this. Right. The only high. person that could talk him out of this is... And uh, that's where we... Is that, do you think that th- that's uh, where the rumor for fucking Hayden Christensen coming back for episode 8 is coming from? Uh, They've got to use no. fucking James Earl Jones' voice, right? Yes, please. God. There's a rumor that Hayden Christensen is going to come back on episode 8. Yeah. There's a rumor. Yeah. No. Please. Just No. <laughs> Oh my God, it's interesting it's, though. With I mean, you're right. Who else is going to? Who else is going to get through to him? He I'd just be okay his with father. It. Who else is going to get through to him? The guys from League of Geeks said that there's no redemption story after this. Like, you can't come back after disagree. killing Han. I disagree. I disagree as well. too. I think this is the story of Kylo Ren's redemption. I do. I agree with I Jay 100%. I can't see how anyone would want to kill Rey. She is like the most no. awesome person ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, how could you want to kill her? I, like, I never She's understood so that. Throughout this thing, I was like, oh my god, why are you trying to kill her? Rey could have killed what her. What's wrong with you? You should be friends with her. She's a nice girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I just turned into my fucking grandmother. <laughs> wow. That's it's a true, nice though. girl. That's a nice girl. Why are you trying to kill her out in the woods? <laughs> Kylo Ren. Take her out sense. for a milkshake. Go, yeah. You two kids go down to the Tashi station and have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. It's true. That's it is true, man. Yeah. She's an awesome person. She and is. It, uh, but, but on the flip side, man, wouldn't that be fucking cool to fucking have a scene of, like, uh, Vader from the light side, like, kind of, like, uh, tapping into him and saying, dude. 
I'm your fucking hero. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's not right. how it went down, okay. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Or just not Hayden Christensen, please. I wouldn't mind. Me neither. You're going to be standing mind. there as a force I'm ghost crying. Jay. Fist bump for Hayden I'd be cool with Hayden. Uh, hey, fist bump for fuck Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Divisive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would fuck Hayden Christensen on the Mary Fuck Kill. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read into that what yeah. you will, sir. <laughs> um, let's see here. What did the Daily Beast have to say? No, no, this is from Movie Pilot. Lando might have a role to play in Episode Seven after all. Mm. No. no Lando. Doubtful. No. Yeah. He was waiting by. He was waiting by the phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right I, next I, to Anthony Mackie. I've heard. <laughs> What did you say? Right next to Anthony Mackie. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> what the fuck did you say, Frank? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck did you say, Frank? What the fuck did you say? What the fuck did you say about my Anthony Mackie, motherfucker? <laughs> Don't you be talking about me, Anthony Mackie? Uh, he, he wants roles, he, you say? What you talking about, Willis? He can, he can feel it that somebody's talking about him somewhere right now. <laughs> I bet you yeah. can. They call that the Falcon Force. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear, like, wings flapping in your ears. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want Billy D back? Yes! For episode 8, absolutely. Yeah, me too, man. I'd yeah. love to see him back. Yeah. It was nice seeing him back on Rebels. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. It was two, of the, two of the best episodes. I haven't got to that episode yet. Sorry for the spoilers. No, I knew it was coming out. Okay, but... cool. It's a thing to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, Daily is. Beast said, uh, Pussy Riot will be in the new movie, possibly as a cantina band. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. they did not. The only pussy we saw was fucking Nine Numb's face. <laughs> <laughs> is fucked up. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill his face every time, right? Oh, I would yeah. fuck the shit out of Nine Numb's face. What about that thing? I'd that have was... him laying on his side and I'd just be jabbing oh, that God. thing with my cock. Are those gills or what? My God. <laughs> no, seriously, like that's getting a blowjob from a pussy. Right. Oh, oh wow. It is. Yeah, that's... What about that thing that was one. sharing the trough with Finn? That's when... a twofer. When he was... <laughs> When he was trying to get water and he like drank out, he's like, oh, and then he went back to drinking. Like the next thing you know, he's seeing Ray, you know, they're trying to steal BB-8, and he goes to run over there, and you see that thing's fucking giant asshole. A couple times, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, the, ha- mean, the hop of boar's butthole. God yeah. damn. I mean, that was like a perfectly formed fucking starfish right there. <laughs> I hope that they, I hope I hope at Disney World when they do the fucking rides, I hope the hop of boar's butthole is one of them. <laughs> Because the, you, like go into it, maybe? yes. <laughs> they yeah. get your picture taken hanging half out of it. Like, look, mom, the new Sarlacc pit. Yeah, I hope they have like stairs and shit going up to it. You know, like 30, 30 minute wait from this point. You know, you're you're waiting there. God dang it, mom, I can't wait to go into that hoppervorst butthole. <laughs> the name of the ride's called Exotic Anal Excursions. <laughs> That is a website, Frank. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Jay likes the necrophilia. <laughs> oh, my God. Just oh, letting you know, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I am going to point out, this is a Kevin Smith thing, but, like, in the, the Jurassic Park movies, he's always pointed out that the fucking, the dinosaurs don't have buttholes. Oh. oh. So I got to commend JJ for doing what Spielberg wouldn't do. There you yeah. go. Giving the Hoppabore a butthole. <laughs> so my hat's off to you, sir. If you strike me down, I shall be more attractive than you could ever imagine. Okay. <laughs> Dan, what was that thing that you said at the beginning of the podcast? I'm not giving him one for that because I didn't even fucking get that one. <laughs> That's why Jay likes it, to yeah. fuck dead things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that joke died. Only one. God damn that joke him. died. Never that joke died. I'm sure, I'm sure Jay's going to fuck that, that next. <laughs> 
Melt that bitch. Jay's got his fucking ankles. He's fucking got his pants down to his ankles. Fucking that joke. <laughs> fucking flatline that joke. <laughs> hey guys, I got a good one for you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it can't all be gold. I know. <laughs> all of them. Can some of them be gold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a percentage. No, it's it's like it's like every one out of a hundred. <laughs> I don't want to call you a one-trick pony, but man, Frank, come on, it's bring like a it. Dartboard. The more you throw at it, the more likely you're going to get one that hits. Uh, He's a one-trick popabore. Yeah. <laughs> He's a one butthole popabore. I'm loyal. The Daily, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, the Daily Beast came out and said Obi Wan Kenobi will turn out to be Luke Skywalker's real father. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's so stupid. Wow. Not even trying. Star Wars Underworld says the rumored title is, drumroll please, A New Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry to go drumming this. No, you're on it, man. Ain't It Cool News says the film's working title is The Ancient Fear. We remember that. Yeah. 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 That was when we all started coming to our Plagueis. Mm Mm-hmm. Was you that know. Um, was that Lee Freeze at Tapscott that came up with that one as well? That was the first email that suggested that, wasn't it? It might have been Lee. Mm. It, it's an old rumor. I don't know who the it fuck started Lee. it. Yeah, he but... sent you guys an email suggesting that, and that fucking Lee blew started my mind. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Lee <laughs> fucking started Lee started it. Started it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't it cool news? Fuck them. No, it was fucking Lee Freeze at Tapscott. Uh, let's see here. Ain't it cool? Also said the ancient fear refers to Max von Sydow's villain who makes. Pazuzu look like a pussy. Wow, is that the quote? That's the quote. Damn. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that's in quotes. Pazuzu. Yeah. Pazuzu. <laughs> Imagine, uh, oh, this is from Birth Movies Death, which used to be fucking, uh, ain't it, what is it, Bleeding Cool? Oh, yeah, Bleeding yeah, Cool. Yeah, Bleeding Cool, yeah. They changed their name? Yeah, it was Bleeding Cool, then they went to Birth Death Movies. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. I know. Now they changed their name again, now it's Birth Death Mo- oh, well, No, was- now it's, what did you say at the beginning of the podcast? Buenas <laughs> tardes. That's a new title of their fucking podcast. Spoilers. Or at least the episode. Yeah. Frank, go look up. Just Google her search, uh, Hoppable Butthole. Oh, he's here. You, is that a fap? Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We, uh, this is what you people want on our podcast. This is, <laughs> this is what you've been missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we missed it. All right. Birth, uh, mo- Birth Movies Death says, imagine the standard Star Wars crawl. And when it ends, the camera pans up to the stars. But instead of a spaceship... Zooming into frame, we see a hand, oh. a severed hand, tumbling through space. A severed hand gripping a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Remember how hard we shat all over we the did. server? <laughs> we did. I'm proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. We did. We yeah. hated that. Oh, we did. We did. The only reason I tried to accept it was when I thought it was just the lightsaber. Right. Uh, I was like, yeah. okay, if that's what you're going to give me, that's fine. Fine. Don't give me a severed hand. Yeah. But no, I'm glad they went back to a ship. Yeah, I didn't like any JJ of it. JJ is like, well, I tried to accept it. Like, I thought, if that's what we're going to see is is the fucking lightsaber, Better, but I'll accept annoying. it. But over a fucking severed hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. No, no, the, the, hold on, hold on. We start watching this movie. We see a fucking dead hand on a fucking sword. Yeah. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Who ever thought that was going to be real? Yeah. Han and Chewie. Uh, this is from Birth Movies Death Again. Han and Chewie recognize the lightsaber as Luke's. And they say they haven't seen their friend in 30 years since the events of Return of the Jedi. That turned out to be un- untrue right, right. as well. Uh, movie pilot, there's been a theory circulating for a while about the death of beloved fan favorite, Chewbacca. Didn't happen. No. No. That's an easy one to make up. Yep. io9 says, Kylo Ren, over the course of the Star Wars The Force Awakens and maybe beyond, is trying to either clone or resurrect Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Nope. <clears throat> Time says, Ray is Han and Leia's daughter. Yeah, that w- that was an early rumor, too. Mm-hmm. Screen Rant said uh, Daisy Ridley is a Tatooine local. Jesus. <laughs> Not even a comment, yeah. What the fuck? Screen Rant also said Ridley's character is said to be a street-smart salvager working for Max von Sydow's old demented cyborg character. <laughs> oh. They got the first half right. Jesus. <laughs> It's like they confused well, it with Age of Ultron. Well, they, got, they got one third of it right. She's not working for Max Van Sydow, and Max, Des- oh, Max yeah. Van Sydow is not a fucking demented cyborg. <laughs> that would have been cool, though. I wish, that, I wish that was right. I will say this, though. The guys from Screen Rant are fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah Screen All Rant's of them. Great. great great writers, and a lot of people call them clickbait, and to those people I say fuck you because they work hard over there. Uh, Latina Review says uh, there's rumors that Daisy Ridley's Ray character is actually Kira Ray, which is strangely similar to Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. I remember all the Kira rumors. Listen, listen to Reddit. Just when you think Reddit's not fucking stupid enough. Oh, shit. Reddit is basically the fifth brother of all these rumors. <laughs> <laughs> they say, Jar Jar Binks was, twi- was a twin force user. <laughs> knowing, knowing Sith collaborator and will play a central role in The Force Awakens. I you know what? I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm a Reddit user. I can't even I can't, believe that was a thing. I can't remember who it was that posted that, but I yeah. saw that on Facebook as well. And someone wrote a fucking essay explaining how Jar Jar is a secret Force user. Yeah, and oh, I read geez. it, and I think I was it because of myself. like his flip into the water? It, that yeah. was one the way he could control his body. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things. There was about yeah. sort of eight reasons, or something, and you can disprove every single one of them, especially that one because the guy lives underwater. Yeah, you know, like he can live underwater if he wanted to. Right, and of course he's going to be good in the water. Mm-hmm. He fucking lives in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could help myself. I just. I think I, I don't normally do this, but I couldn't help myself, and I think I literally just wrote, "You're a moron." <laughs> that was it. JJ said period. that was his favorite wrong rumor. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He I said was he's still hoping to see. The- or that Snoke was Jar Jar. That was another. That rumor. was one. Yeah, JJ yeah. loved the Jar Jar Sith Lord. Rumor. I still wish we would have saw the Jar Jar bones in the desert of Jakku. Oh, that would have been great. Uh, that would have been fun. Yeah. I can't see him doing it though. No. That's a slap in the face to George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want it. That's though. a real dick move. It is a dick move. It would have been funny though. It would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been funny. I would have. I would have hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cinema Blend said the First Order soldiers are being taught that the Empire was a benevolent force and that Luke Skywalker and those damn rebels who blew up the Death Star are the villains who destroyed everything. Mm. Isn't that kind of true, though? I mean, it's not... Kylo says, oh, yeah, you know, your murderer and thief friends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where they're at. Yeah. Nobody ever really sees themselves as the bad guy, so I guess in order to have all those followers, it makes sense. That's one that you could dispute. Yeah, kind of. 
Uh, making Star Wars says Ray tries to help by releasing the ship's cargo, which appears to be livestock, potentially giant space pigs. That's bullshit. They also I they also said that the the Wrath Tars could be um, uh, tentacle creatures. Mm-hmm. So that's bullshit. So they I think that they're I'm going to give them that one. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Because they seem to just pick out that they're giant space pigs, which they did think they were. They could be hopabores, but they also did mention that they could be tentacle creatures, and that was the Rathars. Yeah. yeah, so they basically misquoted them to make them seem wrong. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's there's more to that. Yeah. Uh, while Chewie is sti- this is from Making Stars. While Chewie is still on the ship, shutting her down with Finn, Han talks to Ray in private, and he passes on one of, if not his most personal gun to her for protection in Maz's stronghold. This is where Ray gets her DL-44, the blaster Han Solo made famous. Yeah. They were right, though. He gave her a blaster. It just wasn't his personal blaster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the design of that new blaster as well. Yeah, it was pretty cool. cool. It, it was cool. Uh, let's see here. One banner features the Boba Fett symbol. These uh, banners appear above the heads of Finn, Ray, BB-8, and Han Solo as they enter what we can assume is the headquarters of some nefarious criminal organization from Slash Gear. They got it right. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, it's Maz Kanata's castle. It was the Mandalorian. Screen Crush, get your shit fucking correct. Yeah, no There's shit. been like three of these that are very, very questionable, and two of them you're dead fucking wrong You've on. seen the movie. How are you still right. getting it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what the right. fuck? I can tell you who's not crushing pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Screen crush. That's a rumor. That's a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see here. This is from Slash Gear. The idea that these banners represent Boba Fett specifically is absolutely within the realm of possibility. We're banking on it and being a we're banking on it being a suggestion that Boba Fett is still alive. He survived the Sarlacc pit after all. Slash Gear. We don't know that. There's right. tons of Mandalorians too. It's not just Boba. Fett. Well, we don't know. They don't know yet if he if he's walked out of the Sarlacc pit or not. No. George Lucas has said that yes, he walked out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But what Kathleen Kennedy and all them guys think over at fucking Disney now, that's up to them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think the reason why that was there along with the others is because it was just part of the whole anybody anybody was welcome there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, like a Mandalorian, like, you know, flag or something like that. It's yeah. like a United Nations of mm-hmm. smugglers and pirates. Yeah. yeah. Bounty hunters. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to read one more here. Cause I know you got to get going here, Jake. Yes. I'm sorry. Making StarWars.net says Queen Leia uses the resistance super weapon, the sledgehammer. Yeah. To crush through Star Destroyers as if they were Tinker Toys. She wields an awesome power against the First Order. That was from making Star Wars Dine Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we reported on that too, basically. Yeah. I actually, if that would have made it into the film, yeah. would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, it would have been yeah. fine. Would have yeah. been neat. Yeah. Wouldn't have been out of place at all. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, uh, let's see here. One more. Luke Skywalker. This is Star Wars News.net. Luke Skywalker, bearded and fully flushed, raising a green lightsaber at Han, who in turn has his classic blaster pointed at him. Luke looks like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I know you said that. <laughs> Luke you know, looks like a crazy person. The enunciation uh, okay, there killed okay, me. Okay, who, who said that just so you can shame him again? That was StarWarsNews.net. Oh, no. Crazy you just praised him earlier. No, making Star Wars. Maybe, okay, yeah. Luke, okay. you look crazy. <laughs> Luke, you cray-cray. You cray-cray. <laughs> Looking at Han... He point that blaster at you. Classic blaster. It looks <laughs> fucked up, dude. Yeah, Too many bath salts. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, bath salts. <laughs> Fuck, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> oh, here, oh, wait, 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 Latino Review. Luke wants to kill Driver. Talking about Kylo Ren. And Han steps in. Luke then kills Han, which brings Luke back to his sanity. What? what? I can what? do it. Doesn't even make sense, well, right? So, so he was crazy, and then he cut down Han. He was so crazy. Luke, Luke wants to kill fucking Kylo Ren. Yep. And then Han says, "Wait, hey, well, he steps in. Hey, whoa, hey, well, what the fuck is going on here? Trying to kill my fucking son." And then Luke kills Han. Yeah, you don't tell me what to do, Han. <laughs> fuck you, Han. <laughs> you ain't the boss of me. <laughs> Hands off, Han. <laughs> Fuck, is like Kylo Ren doing the whole thing. You don't time tell me who I can, yeah. who I, whose kid I can't and cannot kill. Yeah, you ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. <laughs> who killed lots of other You're the children. father of this person that I'm going to kill. So, no, he kills. He fucking kills Han, and then, then that brings Luke back from the dark side, apparently. That's uh, ridiculous. What, what did, what did I, I do? do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regrets. No shit. R-A-G. Oh. Movie, pilot. Movie pilot said, quote, Rise, Finn Skywalker. All right, guys, we're we're gonna end it here real quickly. Um, I did want to stop and say, Variety reported that Daisy Ridley, who played Ray, has read the script for Episode Eight. Nice. Here's the quote: "I have. It's very good. Very good. Let's see Episode Seven first, and then we'll talk about Episode Eight. So. Episode 8, Ryan Johnson, I'm going to ask you guys, we're going to go around the table. I'm going to ask you real quick, what would you like to see from Episode 8? I'll start with Jason. I, I want to see uh, Kylo's training under Snoke, first and foremost. I want to More see, flashbacks, then. No, I want, to, I want to see him, like, now that he's killed Han, okay. and Snoke's like, hey, now, now we can complete your training. I want to see what that entails. Mm-hmm. That's my main thing, because Kylo's still my favorite part of the originals. Okay. Um, uh, shit, man. And I guess the same could be said for Rey. Like, I'm so fucking torn between all of these characters. But, okay, so mainly, my main thing, Kylo's transition to the total side of the dark side and what that means for his character. Mm. That's what I want to see the most of. And I want to see some progression, some kind of progression with Captain Phasma's character. Okay. I want to see her, you know, you know, pay for her actions but mm. also become more of a leader of the stormtroopers. Not that I'm for the stormtroopers or anything, but as a character. You fucking stormtrooper support. I want I, I'm not for the stormtroopers, but I want to see her as a character progress. Like I want to see her evolve into a more batter ass kind of leader of what the first order becomes. I want them to strip her of that fucking her fucking armor and give her just like fucking Reynolds like like tin Reynolds like Reynolds wrap or whatever the fuck. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> this is you know what? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You fucking you tore down the shields? Fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna walk around here with fucking Reynolds wrap on. Yeah. Didn't even get off the fucking drop ship on the goon. Sat in there at the back smoking a cigarette. What the fuck she was doing? You're one to check Finn's blaster. What the fuck did you do? Right. But that's what's weird. Lead by example, right? I just did what you did, Phasma, which was nothing, you dumb bitch. <laughs> that, that's what's weird to me about this 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 particular movie, as opposed to like. As opposed to like a new hope where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens to Luke and Leia right. and Han. Like this one, 
this one for me, like my gut reaction is like, man, I can't wait to see what happens to Kylo Ren. Okay. That's all. That's, I think that's the main thing. Kylo's the big one for you. Yeah. Jake. I mean, the biggest thing I want from episode eight is, um, I mean, besides more BB eight is the, the Ray answer. I want the Ray answer by the end of episode eight. Yeah. I want to know who her parents are. Yeah. Dan. Yeah, same same as Jake for definite. Um, but I also want I want Mopo, 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 and I want I want Mo Finn as well. I'm yeah, still, I know he's been injured and everything, but I think that we're gonna. He's in a off. coma. I know. He's not just injured; he's in a coma. Has yeah. he come out of the coma by now? Yeah, I think he will have done because I, I think look, what you guys said before. I reckon we're gonna jump in probably like a year or something ahead. And uh, I'm saying two to three. <clears throat> yeah. When what um, do you think, Jake? What's the question? How many years after episode eight starts up? How many years has it been since episode seven? I say two to three as well. Me too. I'm with that. Yeah, as you well. think I, I want to see that her train, uh, both of their like Rens and Rays training complete. I want to see. I would love to get a reveal on Ray's origin. Mopo, Mofin. Yeah. Uh, I, I want more Phasma as well. I just want her to be good. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I can answer for Frank. More Hoppabore ass. <laughs> no, um, uh, he's not Hoppabored by that no, ass anymore. I, I, uh, he I, wants Hoppamore butthole. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet that we'll get that reveal about Ray towards the end of episode eight. Uh, two to three years pass, and uh, kind of similar to Jay, like what you were saying. But I think what we'll see is instead of seeing Kylo Ren's training. Uh, his training is going to be real quick, one and done, and he's going to be on a rampage throughout the fucking galaxy. And Ray's going to be chomping at the bit to get out after him, and Luke is going to be trying to tell her no patience. And I think we're going to see like a lot of Luke holding back, probably up until the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you'll see him do some shit. Yeah, mm. that, that's I should have said that as well. I really want to see Luke. Yeah, I've said that. Yeah. I really want to see. What, I want to know why he. Oh, I know we know why he's there, but I want to know what he's been doing, and mm-hmm. I just want to catch up with Luke. Basically, that's the well. strength of these new characters. Thank though, you. Yeah. We, we went around the table. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, yeah. because just blew him off. If you would have asked me like a week ago, because I knew the last scene that we were going to see in the movie was Luke. We listen to our spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah. I knew the last thing we were going to see in this movie was Luke. <clears throat> if you would ask me then. I would have said more Luke. Yeah. You ask me now, I want to know where the fuck Ray comes from. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. big number one. Yeah. Yeah. I really think you're going to see her like pulling at the reins. Like she's going to be impatient. She's going to be much like what Luke was in Empire. She's not like Luke though. Luke wanted to get the fuck off Jakku yeah. uh, or Tatooine, and Ray was like, "I've already been gone too long." She doesn't she, even want the lightsaber. She didn't even want the lightsaber. No, she said no. Yeah. There's some differences there. Yeah. So I can I can see Ray very focused, very patient. I don't know, man. I don't know. I she she's different than Luke in certain respects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Luke was just like, Kylo I got to get out of here. All my friends are fucking gone. I got to get out of here. I'm sick of this fucking farm. Fuck you, Aunt Veru. Yeah, your Tupperware meals. Yeah, <laughs> your, god, your goddamn blue your milk. milk. so so so, and so like ray ray was all about family 
Yeah. You know, yeah. she had nobody. At least Luke had his fucking aunt and uncle. Yeah. She's waiting for anybody to come back. Yeah. Fucking third cousin. She don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, somebody come back and tell me what's going on. <laughs> shit. Tell us, too. So she'd been gone for like two hours, and she's like telling Han, like, I'm ready to go back to Jakku. I've already been gone too long. And Han looks at her, and he's like, the junk, the, the desert planet? The yeah. junk planet? What yeah. are you talking about? You want to go back there? What's wrong with you? Yeah, everybody looked at her like she was crazy. Yeah, her, her fucking third cousin might show yeah. up. <laughs> I'll find you. In you know, I wanted them to just call the planet Janku because it was yeah. janky as fuck, right? It was janky as fuck. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're gonna end this episode. We'll be talking about Star Wars: The Force Awakens, I'm sure, in future episodes. Um, I want to say uh, personally, it's been uh, exciting for me to have Dan West here with us. Yes. Oh yeah, big yeah. time! Absolutely. Thank you guys. No problem. <laughs> Thank Dan. you. It's been great. Yeah, Dan, tell the army what it was. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I tell the army what it was like for you just to be here. I'm sure that they're kind of interested, like what it was like for you to be from another country, come here, and then meet some guys that you've just listened to. You've had us in your ear pussy for the last <laughs> two, two and a half, three years. What's it? What was it like for you, man? Uh, it was uh, fun to start off with as well, but um, it was like I said on the last episode as well, it, the first 24 hours was pretty fucking intense for me because yeah. it was like a nine-hour flight, and then like being in the US by myself was the first time I've been here alone. I've mm-hmm. been here another two times before this, but I was with my friend's family once, and I was with like, my other half or the other. And then, of course, meeting you guys face-to-face for the first time, I didn't know what we were going to sort of get on like face-to-face because I mm-hmm. know that I like... Your, your show and everything. But right. I, but we could be assholes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could be like playing characters oh or something like that. Yeah, you no could be idea. like, like, oh shit, Brian's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, you think he's a fucking asshole listening to the show? Holy shit, you don't know. This guy's a dick to yeah, like yeah. the 10th fucking degree. Yeah, it could have been true of any right. of you guys, but, yeah. you know. Uh, Dan could have ruined us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of this all. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so like. Don't uh, worry, everybody. I'm still a dick. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> nice. Don't take it back. I'm not going to- <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like, so meeting you guys, being alone over here as well, and uh, seeing Star Wars for the first time. And that's why I said, like, when that opening crawl kicked off, it was like all of those things just, like came together in that one fucking note in that song. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I nearly passed out because my heart was racing and it I was it was really weird. But it has been an absolute fucking blast coming to see you guys. It really has. And look, I've said it before to you know, like I don't know if I said it on the show, but I definitely said it to you like off the show. You know, I couldn't have done this without your help. You know, like sort of letting me stay with you guys, Jake and Frank. It was just I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And I, you know, wouldn't it's just been so much bloody fun as well, just hanging out and Christ, we got to see Star Wars three times. Three together. times, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's been an absolute amazing experience. And um, you know, I mean, I know I've said to you off the show, like the first time we recorded that, um, and you, it kind of hit you guys when you saw the first the video for one hundred that I did mm-hmm. that. Even though it's strange for me being in this room, because this is what you guys experience as well. Like, you're just around the table, and you're just hanging out with your friends. You do this once a week, and it's just like, you record to the computer, and that's kind of the last you ever see of it. Right. But when you see the video, and you see the 
countries that you guys reach and the people that you guys reach. And the one stars, one star reviews that we get. Yeah, those <laughs> when I get, when I get to read, you know, one star reviews from Jakovny and, and really bad. Yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, really bad and terrible. Bad. Yeah, it just, it, it, it gets me. It just, it warms me up right. inside. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> two guys out of however yeah. many fucking downloads you guys get. Great, go to fucking hell. Great. Yeah, seriously, fuck you. You have no idea what you're talking about. Great and you don't know how great these guys structure. are either. What's that, dude? Oh, that guy with the really bad, great, concise yeah. content and sentence structure. Yeah, fifth brother. Oh, Fra- <laughs> Frank, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I- I'm trying to compare you to a pineapple right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I- I'm-, I'm thinking I'm on the losing end of the <laughs> The dumbest of all the fruits. <laughs> Frank and the fifth brother fucking a pineapple. <laughs> oh, God. You're like watching a pair of monkeys trying to fuck a football. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah like- it would be just like that, Frank, wouldn't it? <laughs> wow, this classic analogy. Bono is this? There you go. You didn't even need to be prompted for that. No, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Yeah, so like you know, you guys, you, you don't realize how far your reach goes, and I've said it to you. I've said it to all you guys before as well. Um, because of the show, because of the way the show is, the no adverts, the, the cursing, the personal opinions, everything that you guys do, it, you weed out people that aren't like us. And the fact that I was kind of concerned about meeting you all, I shouldn't have been because I love the show. You guys have very similar opinions, sense of humor to me. And it's like, you know, like me and Frank were talking the other day and it's just like we're very similar and like, and I think that that goes that goes for the rest of the army as well. Lots of us, we have the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. We we love all the same stuff. And I mean, you know, if if you don't like the show, then fuck you. We don't care. <laughs> Thank you. That's beautiful. That's the truth. That's truth. We want. Yeah, your one star reviews are welcome because you're gone. You're yeah. dead to us. And the, not just the, the leftovers don't just hate you, but the fucking army doesn't give two shits about you either. Exactly. And a shitload of us. Exactly. But you know what? If you listen to the show and you like it and you're like, oh, you know what? I got something out of this. These guys, these guys are real. These guys are having fun and you got something out of it. Then you're part of the army and that's what we want. Yeah. We're not trying to recruit everybody. No. We're no. trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to recruit people that fucking get us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're one of them, and here you are sitting with us, and dude, you fucking get it now. Yeah, yeah. We were talking before about how, I mean, this is just us and our personalities. Nobody's mm-hmm. playing like a role or a part or anything, right? And we're 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 this fucking bad in real life too. <laughs> <laughs> bad motherfuckers. We played yeah. a game over at Jake's the other night, and we had to draw a picture representing ourselves, and me and. <laughs> Me, me and Brian didn't even know what the other one was drawing. We both looked up and we each drew a dick. <laughs> of course, Brian's was manscaped. <laughs> I actually drew hair on my balls. <laughs> we are this awful in real life. I will never. Moment. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Playing those games with you guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I had so much fun that night. Yeah, and I mean, I, I was I was a little bit nervous, like on the first show as well, and I, I couldn't get out what I was trying to say a lot of the time so I did have a bit to drink and I did kind of start to slur at the end but I have listened to it back and it's not as bad as I thought even though I woke up me and Dan talked about that and I was just like I was just like dude when you feel like you're like messing up on the show and it feels like it's taking you like an attorney, like you have a like a like a block like I hate that yeah and it feels like when you're when you're in the moment 
like you're stalling the show yeah. and it feels like it's an eternity. Yeah, it's like dead air. And dead like, air. Oh my God. But when you listen back to it, it's just like, no, it's really not as bad as it was. Yeah. Well, what you thought it was. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, what you thought it was. Yeah. And also but, like you just like reach out to somebody else and like they'll help you out. As yeah. Well, which yeah. Is, yeah. Which is awesome. But yeah, I've, I've had a fucking blast. I can't believe it's gone so quickly and you know, like, I mean, you said it already, but I love you guys so much. And I love the show so much as well. I mean, that's why I'm here. And yeah, just uh, keep doing it. If, if you want to, as long as it's fun and you guys are like having fun, then just keep doing it. We'll always be listening to you. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's nuts. Even from one person. It's insane. Yeah. There's been, there, there's been times, I'll be honest with you. There's been times where it's like, fuck dude, I got to fucking record this week. Mm-hmm. I think if it ever gets like that. I'll tear it up a bit actually. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't just tired, dude. Don't, yeah, it's it fine. Must be. <laughs> I think if it ever got to that point, I think like I would, I would just be like, let's just, let's just go bi-weekly or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. But, but I think like, the army is the fuel that keeps this tank kind of going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't care how many one stars we reviews that we get, as long as I get like personal messages on Facebook from guys like Luther Shaver saying, yeah, dude, you know, like Brian, how long are you thinking about doing this? Yeah. Because I'll keep listening as long as you keep putting out content and like fucking Finn Deeds Creek and Greg Alenti and, Dude, I could give a rat's ass about your one star fucking review. Right. You can sh- you can take you can both of you, Jakovny and Ju. You can take your little star and shove it right up your fucking ass. I, because I can't even remember those people's names. No, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm surprised. It's a fifth brother one, a fifth brother two. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll hope it drops. I don't like pop culture leftovers. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You know that's the thing. It's like I, I don't care, man. I got I got we've got an awesome army. Yes. For sure. Our listeners are the best. They are the best. Fuck. Dude, fucking Greg Alenti. What did he fucking give me? Battlefront. Battlefront. Can you fucking believe that shit? That's crazy, man. That's insane. That's a fucking Christmas miracle right there. I know. I know. Like, my mom's going to get me, like, fucking socks. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. She is, yes. Give me socks. I wanted two things this Christmas. I want a fucking, I wanted Battlefront, and I wanted a fucking uh, uh, Bluetooth speaker for my shower. Mm. So I could listen to myself and masturbate. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> Not a bad what did idea. I just say there? Oh, oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh shit. I just killed it. Yeah. He <laughs> saved on doing laundry that I way. Just it just washes down the drain. Fuck off. Oh yeah. <laughs> you are you are killing it during this fuck Mary kill segment. <laughs> yeah, dude. I Kathy Bates. <laughs> it's gonna be a long shower. No, it's it's all about Brian and masturbates. It's a great way to launch the fucking knuckle children right down the drain. <laughs> knuckle children. That's that sounds like a Star Wars novel coming out. <laughs> Skywalker knuckle children. <laughs> Use the force. Use the force. Oh my my god, use the force. (laughs) Use the fap. (laughs) May the fap be with you. (laughs) Oh my god. 
But yeah, no, it, knuckle children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. We had Frank saying knuckle children. I'm new to that phrase. So. Yeah, yeah. This is new. Oh, let's, get it, let's get it trending. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no. knuckle children. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> stop it now. Don't let it start. <laughs> I was gonna say as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Rosie Palm and the five knuckle children. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. What are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like, you know, you're saying about how like the army are awesome and everything, but like the whole thing is it's a big circle as well. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like you're saying it's great because everyone sends you guys emails all the time, but you know, you inspire us as well. So like every episode that we get, we come back at you and then you can talk to us about it and it just it keeps going round that's why it's, it's just it's great it's everyone, not, it's, everyone chips in it's your show is what it is that's like well, that's why we read emails yeah, it's the people's podcast man yeah it's your show it's like we wouldn't what's the fu- what the fuck it's your fucking show I want to read your emails and then I want to berate you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're stupid enough to email in right <laughs> 61 fucking 61 million views Chris <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. RJ's sitting right now, fucking elbowing him. See, I fucking told you. She she did tweet me, and she <laughs> and she did say that that Chris would have gone on a lot longer. Oh that. god. <laughs> She's like Brian. You were absolutely right. He would have. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna end the show. But you know what? I'm gonna have Dan end it this week. Nice. Yay. Yeah. Do that. However you want to. Yeah, you can. I'm I'm telling you. This is you. You know all those times where I'm like, I'm a fucking showrunner. No. Yeah. Fuck that shit, dude. I'm going to have you on the show this week. Oh, God. You should have told me you were going to do this. <laughs> we love putting you on the spot. You can say whatever you want to. You can say whatever you want to the Army. You can say whatever you want to to us. You, you're going to end the show. Okay. Um. Just kidding. Just like all the leftovers <laughs> say on their doggy bags. Thank you for your patronage. And thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll Mer- see you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. <laughs> Suck it or fuck it, guys. Suck it or fuck it. <laughs> or stab it, then fuck it. Dan, have a safe flight home. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, thank you very much. None of those fucking white fifth wave trailers helped me in the cinema. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Dan looked at me after the fifth wave trailer yeah. with uh, what's-her-face and the fucking the planes crashing. <laughs> oh, God. Dan's like, oh, my God, that's the last thing I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that three times <laughs> i got to drive him back to Chicago. There's more of a chance of fucking incident happening then than his plane dropping out of the sky. That's true. Man. True that. Is he a bad driver? Me? Yeah. No, not really. I was just, just around. He's only got one good eye. Exactly. No depth perception. Keep both hands in the wheel. No knuckle children while you're getting Dan back to the plane. Oh, God. If Frank yells out, Jesus, take the wheel, you're fucked, Dan. <laughs> well, we did have an incident on the way over here today where I had to yell, scream out of the window. What was it? Captain Cocksucker? Captain or? Cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> Some dude cut me off. And I said, I'm going to be rude. And I rolled down my window and yelled, good job, Captain Cocksucker. Wow. You gave him a high rank in the army. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. Dan, say goodbye. Bye, army. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. 
You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and it's all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftover Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers We love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.